Ah, there you two are. Can I join your your cool, groovy gang? You can. I gotta figure out how I deal with this new feature on Clubhouse here. What's the feature? Uh, The ejector seat? No. Well, so apparently, if you look at the bottom... (laughs) Spring-loaded boxing glove? Yeah. (laughs) A pie pie thrower? (laughs) Right. So apparently, the bottom left now is people can can technically chat in the middle of the show. Okay. You know, and like leave comments and stuff. Comment so. section. Oh boy, that's all we need. Yeah, but that yeah, exactly, but there's all... well, What's wrong with Wait a minute. What's what wrong could with possibly that? go wrong? Yeah. Well, well, there's I think there's a way to disable it, but I don't remember. I don't know. I haven't done enough of that to Well, well, you know, that. we got we got Soraya out there. How you doing, Soraya? Good evening to you. Now we check in our audience. Greetings. Mhm. Yes, okay. indeed. And, uh, so, uh, I, so guys, to you. I, saw, I saw something amusing uh, before we came on it. Before we came on air, uh, I, I, I look. I'm not really planning on talking about this Ukraine Russia thing, but this this threw me. So I saw something on Twitter from the Specter in, Index on Twitter, where it says breaking news. Luxembourg to send anti-tank weapons to the Ukraine. Okay. And all I keep thinking to myself is, wait, Luxembourg has anti-tank weapons? They do now. Apparently they do. do. Like, how old are they? They've got to be from, like, what, 1984 or some shit like that? I mean, they're probably, like, the crumb. I mean, when you think of places that you're going to invade, is Luxembourg high on the list? Luxembourg don't need them. Apparently not. But I mean, like that—that that to me is like weird because it's like of all the places where I'm like kind of like sitting here going, "Yeah, it's 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 a uh, become a driving force for the EU to unite." Uh, in a yeah, way. I wasn't thinking about that. I'm just how do I say it's the part where I'm like sitting here going, when I think of world powers who would be able to give you. Military equipment. Luxembourg is not the name I come up with right away. Yeah, like Luxembourg in the back. You have your hand up. Yes. What do you like? Yes. What can I help you? Yeah. Seriously. Like oh, it's, it's mental tank words. weapons you can have. Right. You know. Well, like, if do, I was... you got, do you got any forty and eighty millimeter mortars that you know you have lying right. around? Since, you know, uh, eighty, eighty-one, whatever it takes. You know, it's one of those <laughs> where it's like if I was going to invade a country, and I thought resistance should be low. Luxembourg is like on that list of like names, right? Yeah, you know, doesn't like, doesn't sound like a he- heavily fortified nation, right? It doesn't sound like you know. Well, but first I mean, and not everything. I mean, the fact that I mean, the fact that they're actually doing this is no. I'm yeah. not talking about that. I'm talking about Luxembourg. Let's let's stick to Luxembourg. It, it's I get what you're going, Ivan, but the point being is, it's like you know luxembourg it's kind of like that wait who what's what's the movie where they talk about it's like it's like going to wisconsin i got my ass kicked in wisconsin wait what you know that kind of thing we're not going to moscow it's czechoslovakia it's like going to wisconsin oh is it stripes and stripes let's go to siberia just for kicks yeah it's not like we're going to like we're going to we're going to like we're going to like china or anything we're going to luxembourg i got my ass kicked in luxembourg (laughs) apparently because they have anti-tank weapons yes well, you know, you know, we can't. <laughs> so yeah, we. Well, sounds like I said, we don't want to focus heavily no, on that. It's not really our wanna, job, not our thing. That's, you know, that's not our. That's not our. Like I said, I wasn't going to bring it up except for the part where literally I was like, I'm like literally watch reading this and I'm like, 
Luxembourg. Yeah. I, I just the the only thing I was going to bring up is that uh, Pornhub blocked all of Russia. No, that was a false. <laughs> oh, it was fake fake news. It was fake news. Oh, oh, fake no. news. You think I would have? You think I wouldn't have put that on on this uh, the round table? Well, I that did. Would have been like a right away thing. Okay, I didn't know that was uh, a fake thing. Okay, I wanted it to be true. I really did. <laughs> I mean, that, oh my gosh! Well, millions of Ru- millions of Russian young men will not be able to do huh. the thing. Well, Poor guys. They got there. So, so here's the sad part. Here's what is. So we'll, we'll keep this to the one part of the, the show where we're, we can. Yeah, we can get this kind of talk about what we talked about. And then we can this. go. Yeah. Right. Which is. So apparently, the Batman is still scheduled to open in Russia this week. Okay. Okay. Which seems a little. Well, not not you know, not I mean, not entirely. Unusual, and I'll tell you why. Because okay, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll go the other way, but go ahead. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it, I don't know if you've read about the standoff in St. Petersburg. Have you read? Not yes. really. Okay, well, I'll lay it on you. There's a there's there's thousands of people who are right now, as we speak, uh, against the war, and they're making their Numbers known in St. Petersburg Square, and it's amazing because I saw okay because I have a friend who's actually there in the Ukraine, and I've been reading up on his uh, I've been reading up on his uh, his, uh, his on his pages. Um, mm-hmm. The pictures are nothing that you will ever find in mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's so graphic. But the point of it is, there was there was an article on. On, on the, in the media over mm-hmm. five days. And there were thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who came out and says, we don't want to be a part of this war in Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are mass protests. Right, I, I understand that. So how does that relate to... Okay, so I'm it's thinking... Okay that, it's okay that Russia has, fight, it has Batman. I'm not saying that it's okay or that it's not okay. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, what I'm saying is, if they do indeed want to show Batman in Russia, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I just uh, rather that's here nor there on that whole tip, really, to be mm. quite honest with you, because um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it's opening to up all over the world. Okay, yeah, okay, and, I, I would buy that, except for the fact that FIFA which is the governing body for World Cup soccer, just denied R- Russia the ability to play. Well, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people doing that now. Right, but the point being is... So in your mind, because FIFA says, well, they're not getting soccer, and of course, as amusing as Pornhub would have been to try to deny you know, millions of you know, blooming boys, the, the the sensibility of knocking one off on Pornhub, which of course is not true, but uh, and uh, things like that. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, and we've pretty much cut off a lot of money supply to Russia in multiple ways. So, okay, I guess I guess it's the old squeeze play we're pulling on them. Uh, one more thing: the fact that. Okay, and no busting on Ukraine, but I know Ukraine is not part of NATO 
or NATO might have been more on board with trying to work with their situation over there. Okay, but that you, you, entire... you're taking this a wrong direction, man. All I'm saying well, is... Jeff's I'm just making is... a point that Warner Brothers still wants to get Russian money. Right. Well, okay. Uh... My point <laughs> is FIFA, FIFA is one of the most corrupt organizations in the world when it comes to sports and stuff. FIFA is shutting down Russia. My point is, is that war- this has got to be a bad look for Warner Brothers. I mean, it, well, it just, it just is. Well, okay, and, and and you know, uh, I guess, I guess, in business, to a lot of businesses, the only color they see is green. Okay, and uh, they don't care what uh, flag that green comes under, as long as they get their green. It's like with anything else. You know, that, you know, it, 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 to Warner Brothers, it's business as usual. I mean, they don't give a fuck where they get their money. They well, don't give a fuck about nothing. There's it's still time for them to renege on this. So we'll There's see. still time for them to renege, but it is interesting because right now they haven't. And, and you know. But I bet you. I, I bet I think you. You know, it's a bad look for them. It's a, it's a, it, it really is. I mean. Well, yeah. Well, it's a, it's, it's of, a terrible it's a terrible look on that. Yeah, any I mean, any any American business still doing business with Russia is bullshit. Well, the point being is, the point being is, is we're talking about we're talking about the American again. The biggest thing is we're talking about the American ind- entertainment industry, and okay, so and if we're talking about the American entertainment industry, you know, yeah, why the fuck the is th- why the fuck is Warner Brothers doing that? It's but that and that's the thing. It's a bad perceptual look. For well, yes, it is. And, it is. and so and so to me, it's like I'm shocked that this wasn't an me. I mean, I understand it's a big opening for them. I get it. But, you know, it seems. Well, and then, well it uh, seems uh, like also, a really also, bad idea. Also, also, you got to take into account that. All right. Um, all right. So. Well, the rest of the studios take a lead and say, well, we're not going to distribute movies to Russia. We're not going to, we don't want no Russian money. Well, all all eyes are on Warner Brothers this week because of the release right. of this film. They just right. had the and London the premiere last one, week. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see what, let's you know, see what they do with see that. See what happens. Right. I mean, in fairness, Ivan, if there was a major disc, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look and see what else is getting released this week. But if there was a major Disney movie getting released this week, um, I I would have the same scrutiny about Disney as I am about Warner Brothers right now. I would have the well, screen, same scrutiny I would have at uni, about Universal at, well, at this moment. So I mean that's well, that's the part that's going to be interesting. Okay, because you also got to take to consideration too. Yeah, Disney, you know, much you know, much to the surprise of the huge appetite that the mouse has everywhere. Uh, and okay. Has Disney taken a stand against the whole Russian thing yet? Have you heard anything? Well, Have you heard anything? No, I haven't. But they're also not releasing product this week in Russia. Well, no, not in Russia. No, they just Fine. they just they just they just leave uh, turning red. You know, uh, Pixar calling Pixar's little project oh content for streaming, but that's another story. Anyway. Uh, well, well, they didn't think it, the, the it was strong enough a release to put it in theaters. I think that was their issue with this one. 
Well, yeah. and also too, there was a there was some uh, backroom talk about the fact that um, that the people at Pixar are not too happy about this fact that well, look, uh, Disney, you know, we at Pixar, we're making all this content. Well, that's why Disney that bought we- Pixar. <laughs> yeah, because Pixar right, would be all like, that- oh, okay, we'll we got to do what you say. Yeah, and exactly. Would be all like, fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, well, also, too, you got to take into consideration that, yeah, they bought Pixar and everything like that, but that's not going to make the animators any less mad that they go ahead and they bust their ass, you know, on trying to get movies out there to the theaters and everything, and then they're railroaded. Well, what was the three? Let's say they had the um, – they just had that Encanto and and uh, Soul. What's the one? And the fish one, the the, yeah, the mermaid, yeah. mermaid one, uh, Luca. Luca, 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 yeah. So they've had those three, the the soul, and the other two, the uh, Luca I and do, Encanto. I will say, I think. Oh, and they had that Raya movie that you had to pay extra for, right? Early yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't Pixar. No, that no. was Disney Studios. That, that was, was Disney, Disney Studio. Yeah. Now, I, I here's the thing. And this is, again, this is going to be that clash for a while, which is there are so many within that industry that when they make a movie, all they keep thinking about is they want it on, they want it on that big screen. And, and so, but meanwhile, it's distinctly possible that more people saw those three movies on stream than they did on, on, on streaming than they would have on screen. Because... Okay, and and and, and 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 strategically, that's to their advantage. Okay, mm-hmm. because of the, the current state of how things are right now. Uh, and and if I had a business, and if that's what I had to do, then yeah, so be it. I'll just say, all right, you know, we gotta we gotta find a way for the money I mean, to roll in without endangering people. You know. Well, I mean, here's the other thing about that, which is, as Mike said. You know, the, the he's right. The mouse owns Pixar. Well, yeah, and, and and the truth and the truth is, all those guys, as much as they may be complaining, they're getting paid. Now, yeah. now the question is, the question is about back end residuals, but I don't know how that works with Pixar. So, so I don't, I can't answer. Well, that. if it's if it's a if if Pixar is a subsidiary uh, or a partner, I mean, there's there's the words. Well, we don't know the rela- the exact relationship between the two. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're See, all, so that they're could all. Be, yeah. That, yeah, so, you know, that could be construed into different things, you know, and that's a whole, that, like I said, that's a whole other ball of wax for another day. But, um, it, 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 but the thing is, you know, uh, having read articles about the whole turning red thing and, of course, uh, I'm going to watch it. Say, what? I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. It's on Disney Plus, so I'll... I'll right. I mean, I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Of course, I saw a but great it's not, many things. But it's only going to be on Disney Plus. It's not going to be in theaters, right? Right, right, no. No. See, okay. see no. I, I get where some people might get frustrated by that. But, well, I mean, here's, it, it, here's, the other, here's the other side of that, which is... That? Okay, so you're talking about going to take kids. Uh, and, and again, we're, if it was in theaters... You're talking. It was funny. I was talking to one of the people who I work with. Got two small kids. Okay. If they had to go to the theater to go see Turning Red, okay, you're talking two kids tickets, two adult tickets. Now we're talking about popcorn, 
And well, there, there's, there's $150. You no, just it's not right. 150 exactly. bucks. Yeah. If, if you catch a matinee. If you catch a matinee, okay, let's do a nine. Yeah, it's not, it's not 150 bucks. Okay. To send a family of four. What? I mean, because popcorn, is popcorn and soda and everything is 300% markup, man. So, you know. Well, like, I mean, because... the, point being, the point being is by the time you're done, you know, if you're a family of four, even on a matinee, you're talking, what, 60 bucks at least? Maybe 80. Maybe 80. You know, so, and, and I'm being I'm being extremely yeah. liberal on that number. You're probably right. I mean, it's probably closer to 80, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, if, I mean you the know, point. Yeah, the point is, I'm sorry. No, but the, but the point is, there are a lot of families and there are a lot of kids, there are a lot of kids who are going to get an opportunity to see turning red that might not have been able to see it in the if, theater if if it was in the theater because the parents might sit there and go you know what i don't have 60 to 100 dollars to throw out right now so we and can then, see this pixar movie yeah. also too you also have to consider that incidentals the gas to get there the sure. um, the, the all the other stuff that takes to make it all happen, mm-hmm. you know, getting there and coming back. So yeah, I'm going to put my in my toss out there. And also too, the other thing that I've confronted with this was the fact that the the aesthetic of this particular Pixar movie it seems a little more closer to an anime feel. You know, the whole bean mouth situation that has become. The, the animated norm as of late. That's not the first time I've heard that term to describe this film. So there's 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 that whole thing where so it's know, a I more mean, western style animation. Exactly. That's become and, more so much more commonplace now. Right. It, well, it's it's become accepted, especially in the last twenty or so years, since you know you know as it used to be called Japanimation. Uh, you know, has has you know touched down here, and has made an inroads to so much that is it's it's become part of the um, artist you know tapestry now. You know, with so much of this type of East West you know changing of ideas, well, I mean, let's, styles let's put, and things like this. I mean, let's put this in perspective. I mean, you know, we're talking about in the I mean in the two thousands. You know, every, I mean, it feels like practically everything that was out in those cartoon blocks, those afternoon cartoon blocks, uh, or those, those Saturday cartoon blocks, when there were those shows that then those shows still existed. And even on a place like Cartoon Network, when it was initially starting and it was initially out there, a lot of that was that type of animation. Well, yeah, you had that's Yu-Gi-Oh. where that's where they yeah, were. You had Yu-Gi-Oh. In. You had Pokemon. You had right. uh, you had uh, Cardmaster. You had uh, I mean, I could go on and on and on. But you know, yeah. What's, and what's it, the other one with you? What's the other one? The one with uh, Dragon Ball Z. Right, right. You know, Yuyasha, uh, Slay, you know, Slayers. All the stuff we used to watch, Mike. You know, that type of thing. And you know, so it's become part of the, it's become part of the art, the, the artist architecture here now. Right. And, and looking at the looking at uh, turning red, and watching the rushes, I can see all of those 
uh, influences upon this particular uh, Pixar situation. And I think maybe Disney might have, just on a small scale, might have thought, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't look a little like anime. Maybe we should. Uh, let's see what happens at home before we actually put it out there to the empty seats in a theater. I don't know. That could be the thought process. I could be totally incorrect, but possibly, possibly that might be the thought process. Yeah. So, so also, though, not just animation style aside, is when you look at that trailer for Turning Red, uh, there are some parallels uh, to Teen Wolf, uh, in right. this situation. And, so, I, I, and then, uh, that being said, you, I'm going to watch it because it's on Disney Plus. I'm going to watch it for free from my the comfort of my own home. Yeah, I watched a number of things for I watched a number of things on Netflix this weekend that caught my attention. But we can hold off on that till later in the show. But unless you're talking, you know, this sort of thing now, but I can always wait on that because uh, I. I uh, was it you, Jeff, that told me about Chicago Party Ant? No. Okay, then I've got a review for you about Chicago Party Ant. Okay, one more time. I also, and you're going to laugh. Go ahead and laugh your bones off. You're going to love this. I ended up watching uh, the new My Little Pony because I was curious. Okay, and uh, I've got something to say about that. Uh, and then, of course, my upkeep. Uh, I kept up with Cuphead, which I can bring that up later, and then my upkeep with uh, Disenchanted. So, mm. uh, that, that how about Care weekend. Bears? You know, uh, is, is there a new know Care Bears series? series? I don't know. No, but there is. Really, Mike? That's where you're going to go to make that. I don't know. <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is there? Are you? There, I don't there know if there was a new he, one or not. Honestly, there, I'm is, just, a new, I'm, there is a new He Man coming out though. Well, there was an, that one that, that Kevin Smith made. No, there's another one. And there's, a, there's, there's another, another one that's. One. It looks it, it's it looks like a looks like a kids' phone game the way it's animated. Yeah, well, and and then uh, you, okay, kids' phone game. Let's go to uh, let's go to Transformer Bot Bot. Have you had, have you seen that yet? Yeah, there was a trailer for this because they've had the. Uh, a trailer that just came out. This the thing is that the toy's been gone from the shelves for about a year now. Right. They're, they're just the bot bot. The Transformer bot bots is like tiny little like household items that like make tiny robots. They're very simplistic, very small. They come in like packs of five or something. And it's and like then, oh, one likes erasers, one's like a pencil, and like little stuff around the house. But they made well, a cartoon for it and. The trailer oh, dropped right. last week. I'm sorry, Evan. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I, no. The trailer dropped this last week. You're right. And I believe the story premise is they come to life after the toy story. The toy store closes. Or yeah, or if it's in a mall or something, because some of the pieces are food. Some of them are like household appliances. Some of them are bathroom items. Even like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> well, you know, shit happens. Shit happens, and sometimes shit. <laughs> Makes a robot. So. Remember, I don't know if you remember back when I used to goof around with the corkscrew. I don't know if it was a corkscrew or a can opener, and I and I used and I and I did it, and I came up with some kind of comedy about what what would you think if they would have turned you know a, a transformer from a can opener, and here it is, you know, 
I'm waiting for Transformer the sex toy. Yeah, they've uh well actually they there's a story they've about that, that though. We they They've they, already done that. They shame, named a shame they named a combiner inadvertently after a uh a sex toy. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, because the the collector club at the time, Vibratron. Uh, well, let me tell a story, Ivan. Go ahead. Uh, the, the current collectors club that was running BotCon and running the Hasbro license for their conventions and such, mm-hmm. they they wanted them to have this set of five robots, and they called it Nexus Maximus. And they the, the when they Googled the the. They did what well, they had safe search on Google when they searched, you know, the name of that the particular name and it didn't come up. But turns out the Nexus Maximus was the name of a uh, two pronged dildo uh, that dies. <laughs> so when they came out, everyone was all like, oh, we Google that shit because we're adult males and we got our safe search off. And yeah, that's a dildo name. Yeah, it's a so, dildo. Nice. So it was, it was a uh, uh, a mistake on their part. So yeah, the bot bot show. It's fine. I hope the kids like it. It's not for me. Yeah. Oh, and uh, then I also read up about what's happening on Jellystone and 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 and, and the Hanna Barbera race. Is that, that still happened. on HBO Max? I yes, guess so. I didn't. You know what? We watched yeah, that one yeah, episode, and I was like, man, I didn't go no, back to it. No. All right, now let me tell you, there's a. There's a literal mob happening right now. That that uh, that okay? Because I I just joined the Hanna Barbera everything Hanna Barbera page, and okay, let's just you know it all goes back to the fandom. It all goes back to the fans where, you know, you gotta get a bunch of guys my age saying they're destroying, they're destroying. They're killing my childhood. Yes, they're killing my childhood, and 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 I don't like that they're. That they're doing a gender switch and they're doing this. And they're, I mean, I don't want Squidly Diddly to be a girl. And I'm just like, you fucking people, Squidly you don't Diddly. understand. Squidly Diddly's a girl. Should, Triggered. No when a name like Squidly Diddly, shouldn't she have been a girl in the first place? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All I know is. That. I mean, isn't that kind of what. That's funny. Isn't that kind of how that would work? You're squidly. You're diddly. Someone in Ivan's uh, Facebook group should look that up. I'm sure we'll get some answers from Ivan's uh, jive, uh, vibe. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the jive tribe will probably come up with something. But for right now, you should you should see yeah. all the hateful, heinous, uh, fucking <laughs> boomer busting that's going on over there. It's a major, major booming busting happening. Over on the, on the Hanna Barbera page, everybody's hating on Jellystone, and I just sit back yeah, and like people. That, that does Jelly not surprise was me. Not, Jellystone was not made for you guys. I'm sorry. They've yeah, and, and these, that's all, why... of these new, all of these new cartoons are not made for you guys. No, so I agree. I agree with you. And, and yeah, and don't I, don't, I, don't sit there and be fucked up about it. It wasn't made for you. I mean, the only thing, again, we talked about this when it came out. Both Mike and I watched the, the first. Yeah, at least tried to what, watch it the what first, first time. two episodes or something. And I get how kids might find it funny. The only yeah. complaint I have about it is it just, how do I put this? It makes kids seem dumb. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, they, they, it does talk it down. down. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you, they dumbed it down. Yeah. They dumbed well, it down. Just it's not. It down, just like. 
the the humor is such where literally I'm like kind of sitting there and I'm like, kids are smart. Kids are smarter than this. Yes, they yeah. are. Kids are smarter than this. I feel like you're kind of being condescending. Like you think it's funny because you think this is what kids are gonna laugh at, and it's like, well, how many times? How many times have we've had, you know, adults try to position what they think is fun for kids almost yeah almost where they've the done test marketing okay what do the kids think is funny what will keep their yeah. attention span what will right. keep them from picking up their tablet in the middle of the show right i mean to, to i mean here the parts that i liked about it was i liked the idea of the fact that you are you're you're now creating jellystone as a city and so you've created the Jellystone universe, right. so that you're you you know all of these Hanna Barbera characters can interact with one another, and that right. makes all the sense in the world. And that's and that's a smart idea, and I like well, that idea. Yes, yes. And, and and that's a and, great and, idea. Right, that's and it's a great idea. idea. Um, because quite frankly, there's some Hanna Barbera characters that you know I and again I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't watch past the first episode. I couldn't get past. You know, there was two episodes. There's two shorts in the first episode. I really couldn't get past the first one. Um, I watched both of them. The first, did you? Yeah. I mean, I just after the first one, I was like, kids are kids are smart. I, I really felt bad. I was like, do they really think kids are this dumb? Yeah. Well, and, 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 and I that's got that same vibe too. Yeah. Right, right. So it. It, 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 you know, I guess maybe it's also could be also a case of these people that write these stuff that just try way too fucking hard, or they just don't got a pulse on what's happening now with kids for some whatever reason. You know, this is why we, this is why you know when you do statistical research, uh, you know, it, it just like radio, just like everything else. I mean, how the mm-hmm. fuck do people know? Uh, what the average kid on Chicago likes if they're researching things. From a from a kitchen in Connecticut at four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, come on. It's so funny you say that. So it's so funny you say it's a little bit different. But back when I was working, I was working broadcast radio, and Ivan will remember this. Remember when they brought in the personal achievement radio format? Oh, I remember personal achievement radio. Yeah. So so, you know the the format originally originated in L.A. and you know so the people who were running it we're basing everything about what they knew about it from LA. So, you know, the station manager was able to get, was able to get like, to be like the backup home for like Notre Dame football and some of the football games. And which was a great get and a, and a great thing to have happen. And and because it was going to bring exposure. And I'll never forget. I'm having a conversation with, I'm having a conversation with him. And he's like, he's like, they're upset with me. And I'm like, why are they upset with you? Well, I'm having Notre Dame football and I'm having these things on with their sports. And I'm like, well, what would be the problem with that? They said, well, according to their format and their, their research, sports doesn't go over well. I'm like, well, whose research are they using? Oh, the research from their station in LA. I look at them, I go, you mean LA where they don't give a rat's ass about sports and, and all they want to hear about is- <laughs> let alone, let alone right. what the fuck was happening in, right. in Chicago. And, for wait, wait, here really? you'll, you'll enjoy this. This is the part you'll enjoy. I'm like, let me guess. Yeah. They want you to do more entertainment news. He started laughing. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> they're that clueless. And he's like, yep. I'm like, I'm assuming you told them you're still going to do it anyway. Yep. 
Just like when they see the numbers, they'll see, they'll understand. I'm like, I hope so, because what uh, they're telling you is really dumb. Because they didn't understand their, well, their, their market segmentation. It, it, the only reason I even bring that story up is because what you just said, which is, you know, when you don't right. know your market segmentation, you do silly, dumb things like this. Like literally, you're like, exactly. That's what I'm trying to explain. No, right. That's exactly. exactly. That's, that's how it. you get shows like Jellystone. Yeah, Thank you. Well, okay. And, uh, like but but then you also get to... I want to say this about the, the The original concept and idea is good. Unfortunately, I don't... And when I say this, I'm not... Although I'm not a fan of the, the, the animation, the real issue I had with it was I just felt like it insults kids. There was the, the brand think, of humor they went yeah, with. Yeah, um, I, I just felt like it... They could have. They could have made it smarter. They could have found someone. They could have done, who so, they could have done so much more. With really it knew about the characters, and there's. They could have some really clever interactions with the two with some of them. Yeah, I just really felt like it was lacking in that. Now, in fairness, yeah. it's the opening episodes. Maybe I should have gone and looked at some of the other episodes, but it's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I but, then, but, then, but then you know, well, you, judged you know, by oh. judging by what Ivan said about being in this Facebook group. Uh, that yeah, adults are mad about things. So yeah, well, but adults but that, for... but that, again. Now what else that, is now? Yeah. But then, like I said, you know, uh, you know, all the boomer bashing going on about that whole situation. I'm thinking, people, really, you know, you're you're 50, 60 fucking year old dude, you know, you know, making a making a big shit about you know a cartoon that is not geared to you anyway, uh, and and the fact that you're not gonna go. To uh, you're not gonna, you're, they're not looking for your dollars, boomer. They're not looking for your money. Okay, they're looking for your nephew's money, your son's money, your daughter's money, your, your grandchildren's, you know, uh, your grandchildren's your, money. They're looking for that money. They're yeah, not they, looking for that's what, those money. are the eyeballs they want on the screen. Exactly. So, so any well, so, I mean, if they if they are so in love with the old series, you can always go back and watch it. Watch the old well, stuff. Yeah, watch, I mean, yeah. Go back to your go back to your VHSs. Go back to your DVDs. Go back to uh, fucking uh, Borders or Crotch and Bertanos. Or if you can find one that's open, Crotch Crotch and Bertanos. You know, and uh, you know whatever you, how you get the shit. That's where but, that's know. where you can buy a Nexus Maximus. I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But 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 you know and, and and you know what I can sit here and boomer bash because I am a boomer I'm 61 years old okay so people out there I don't want to you know put you a bag you know when I use that terminology but you know if I if I'm okay in my own skin this is just my opinion anyway but <clears throat> the thing about it too is when you have a situation that happens where you know the, the older generation you know, is looking at the younger generation entertainment with disdain and everything like that. But then got to consider that happens in every generation. Okay. Every generation bitches about the next person's generational shit, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, you know, Oh my gosh, those, those, those flapper girls and the, and the, and, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, they're doing the Charleston. And then of course, Oh, the swing guys and the girls and doing all this, Oh, that rock and roll. And the, Oh, that rap music. And it, you know, at the time changes, things change. Everything, you know, sometimes things old are new again. Sometimes old things get created into new things. And that's what's happening here. Because if it wasn't for these efforts, nobody's going to know 
what the where the fuck you know they're gonna get uh, anybody to look at the old cartoons if there's no new content. Nobody's gonna know about it, okay? Uh, and and uh, sometimes you get these companies that literally, you know, license themselves to a point where they shoot themselves in the foot, keep it out of sight, out of mind, and then it's totally fucking forgotten. You know, so <laughs> you know, I hand it to the guys. Maybe we're not crazy about a lot of the new stuff out there, but there are millions of kids who they're going for that are crazy about it, or not so crazy about it, and then they're going to go back to their, they're going to go back to their games, they're going to go back to their video games, they're going to go back to their tablets, they're going to go back to whatever. Anyway, it's their choice. It's the battle. It's the battle for the attention of the younger generation now. And it is a battle. Yeah. It is. And it's a, a battle though with uh that's harder and harder with the uh the shortening attention spans of today's uh youth. Well yeah. Absolutely. Uh, We're different uh, the kids what? us latchkey kids, me and Jeff, us us latchkey kids from the seventies and eighties, we just we had television. That's all we had. We didn't have Yeah. We well, uh, it wasn't <laughs> until the late eighties where we had Atari or a Nintendo at home. We yeah, didn't well, have yes, uh, we, yes, exactly. We didn't have exactly. computer home computers. Well, I was. Well, I, was... I mean, here's the thing, I, I, and this is the only thing. Uh, you know, yes, attention spans are shorter. Yeah. That Much. said, that hold on a second. That said, you didn't hear anybody complaining sitting through a, almost a three-hour Avengers movie. In terms oh, no. of that, they weren't willing to sit through it. The the point being in. And yeah, there were some complaints about the content of how they got to three hours, but you didn't hear anybody like sitting there going, "Okay, I'm not going to go see it because it's three hours long." Um, not, no, not to, but but see, but this is something when you're talking about Avengers, or when you're talking about something that is mm-hmm. over the top, something that is a feature. Well, that, Avengers I mean, Endgame was an event, exactly. right? Well, yeah. but, but the hold, hold a second. But the point being is that, and that's where I'm trying to get to this with this Mike and, and Ivan is I keep hearing this. Oh, you know, everybody's attention spans are short. They won't watch things. that are certain long, a certain uh, of some lengths or they, they, this long. Uh, yes, they will. They will. If it's good. Well, they, okay. Maybe, maybe, they, they will. Okay. If it's good. And they will, if they like it, you know, and I think, so, I think that's more prone to the different, the differentiation of what you're going to watch in the theater. Cause when you go to the theater, it's like Mike said, it's an event. You're going to the theater. So now does this apply to what we watch on television or what we stream at I'll, home. I'll take it a step further than what it applies to television. So, you okay, know, look, you guys, you guys, you guys know I do coaching for people doing storytelling and I do, and I do stories and stuff. You know, Microsoft yeah. came out with a study back, I want to say, I want to say mid 2010s that said you have eight seconds to make an impression. Okay. Eight. And, yeah. and, and, the thing is, you know, like for example, it's content. You know, for I, I I coach people for the world championship public speaking, and to compete in the international speech contest. And people will come to me because they want to hear what I think. And I'm telling you right now, Ivan, within the first thirty seconds, I can tell you whether or not I'm not I'm going to stop listening. I can yeah. tell you. Well, I know within the first thirty seconds. I know within the first thirty seconds. Usually, I'm like, and, and sometimes I'm nice, and I'll be like, okay, let's see where this is going. I'll give it a minute. I'll give it a minute and a half. I'll be nice. But the truth is, usually within the first 30 seconds, I can already tell if something's like, no, that ain't going to work. 
this isn't gonna work. I'm already bored. You, well, you, you, you already <laughs> lost me. I'm, I'm gone. I'm not interested. I, I, you know, I mean, it's funny because like there have been a couple times where it's like, am I allowed? I said to a couple of them, I'm like, am I allowed to stop you when I need to stop you? And they're like, oh yeah. Twenty seconds, and I'm like, stop. And everybody in the room's like, what? I'm like, stop. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, stop. He's like, I haven't said anything. I'm like, you said enough. I'm bored. And it was funny because they all got mad at me, and I probably should have not well, well, had a little well, okay, better bedside. Okay, and, and, and better you look okay. about it, but but the point being is is as I told you, you got eight seconds to make an impression. You better, you know, you you if you're gonna do something, you better get to where you're getting to, and you better get to the point, and you better be clear. Well, I got news for you. There's a lot of people who don't know how to do that very well, and so as a result. You know, people are like, hey, I, you better get there or I'm gone. I got other shit to do. Well, and, and, and okay, it's, it's just, okay, and, you know, I'll take, I'll even take the step out of that. It's just like, I'll sit there, I'll drop a needle on a record. If it don't grab me in the first right. 10, 15 seconds, make the record. Right, exactly. I mean, how many times, I mean, that, 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 that goes right along with it, which is literally, it's like, here's this hot new hit. Nah, not really. That's so much. I don't like this. No, not so much. Not for him. Not so much. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, people get pissed off at me, you know, when they bring the, when, you know, when they get to bring the records. Oh man, this is a great record. Oh, this is the the, the, the end all be all. I drop the needle on it. If it doesn't grab me by the balls, I'm done. I will admit. I will admit. This is where the slow, the 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 the, the burn, the the high burn sometimes of top 40 can can have its advantages which is you know the first time you hear a song you're like eh, nah, 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 i don't know and then you hear a couple more times you're like nah, nah, nah. And yeah but like, see but that's, that's the yeah but that's called the homogenizing effect okay right. and, and 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 what that is is through is through the repetition mm-hmm. uh they, they they sit there and they and and, and they, they they infiltrate this situation, okay, it's just, okay, now, wait a minute. Here's another good example, okay? Mm-hmm. Jingles, co- you know, commercials. Yeah. Reach out, reach out and touch somewhat, you know, right away, you know. Well, that makes it memorable, but that's also, that's partially what have, we, what goes on in radio. What what used to go on in radio is that you had to have that hook. You needed to grab that yep. that you song. You need the hook to bring you back. Yeah. You know? That, and, or the DJ is not going to play it for you. Well, and that's 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 storytelling in a nutshell as yeah. well too, which is mm-hmm. you better have right. something that's gonna, it's gonna you know, grab like the audience. Example, like for yeah, example, I'm, I'm competing. I'm competing Friday night. Okay, I have I have, you know my first opening here. I can do it for two seconds, so you guys get an idea. Okay, uh-huh. which is which is, you know, I start off with. So I'm at this birthday party for my friend's kid, and I feel a tug, at my leg. And there's this little kid there. Uh-huh. Excuse me, mister. Why are you so fat? His father, who's sitting right <laughs> behind him, Wow. says absolutely nothing. So I bend over. I look the kid straight in the eye. I eat small children. Yep. And you made that, you made, you gave that kid 20 years of therapy after that. <laughs> Well, the point being is the point is that's like, that's the hook. Every, that's how you grab. But that's, that's the, the hook, hook to bring and, you back, and I, know, right. and, and, and I know that I'm yeah. gonna get you know for nine 
for the most part, I've practiced it enough. I've done that line enough. Well, it's you know, I have my hands. You guys know mm-hmm. I have, I have my, I have my spotted hands, and mm-hmm. I've had children over the years ask me, "Hey, Mister, what's wrong with your hands?" And I just tell them, I says, "I actually change into a, I actually change into another animal at night." <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, right. You know, exactly. You know, um, (laughs) but the point, the point, the point being is, yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm not exactly spectacular in those first eight seconds, but I know I'm going somewhere where I'm going to hit a punchline and people are going to laugh really, really hard and, and I'm going to get the crowd and I'll be just fine. The problem is, is often, the problem is often you know, people don't understand that you either better have a joke or you better get to the point really, really fast or chances are, I mean, you've lost them. them. I mean, let's put this in perspective. Okay. How many times have we watched a television show? There's a new TV show. We've tried it and we like literally are like, several times. Like, no, thanks. That's how like the trying to the three strikes and you're out. Now I've, I've just read I've read spoilers about the finale to 1883. I'm like, okay, that's interesting, mm. but I'm and I'm not sure if I want to go back to it though. Yeah, in other words, are you are you invested in that now since you've read that? No. Okay. See, but see, I watched the first episode. And I'm like, I know what I'm what it. I get the vibe for the show. It's brutal. It's a visceral. Mm-hmm. It's it's life. It's realistic life in the late 19th century, and it's. You know, this uh, medicine was uh, not the, you know, and hygiene was not uh, high on a lot of people's lists. And, you know, it was, it was, it was certainly a different life that I was like, nah, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. But you you get the first episode, you, if it doesn't grab you, then you're, you know what you're looking for. See, it's, it's just like when you, it's just like when I DJ. Okay, the first record is the most important key. That first record is the thing that opens up the floor. Right. Okay? You also know your audience. You're not about to go play Louis. Louis yeah, you don't. In, yeah, in, you're not in the middle of a funeral. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You, but see, but see, knowledge is power in that respect. Just like you know, yeah. when you've studied that situation, you know, as being a presenter, and Mike, you've mm-hmm. studied. You know, you being in, in the theater arts and everything, and everything, the regular. I'm in the theater arts. I did. I had two the years theater of theater arts. in high school. Well, you know what? It still counts. It still counts. I did. I did summer stock. It still counts. So <laughs> summer stock. Summer stock. Oh, I did. I did. I was Howard Stern. I, yeah. I, I was a man of La Mancha when I, I was sixteen. Summer stock. You know, I was, yeah, I was a man of La Mancha. In, you know, theater on the lake, summer stock. I was in there. You know, Ru- you know, Russ. She, she, she was in. She's been in the theater too. What were you? Oh, I was doing summer stock. What did you do? I swallowed a twelve-inch kielbasa. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to kneel down every time you swallow that, the kielbasa. Did, okay. Did, did, that have, did they do that in, in, in summer stock, Russ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's her from Howard and... Stern. Yeah. How anyway, never, so uh, how, how you doing, Jeff? How he never did a sequel to that movie is beyond me. Uh, but then he, he divorced his wife, actually, right I after understand. that. Right, so. that's true. But literally, it's like, by now, you know, it's like, all right, fine. You he, did get a second wife. You could literally do another movie, and it would be great. 
Well, maybe. But I guess I guess some people know where that where enough is enough. You know, I yeah, mean, not I everything needs a yeah, not everything needs a sequel. Not mm. everything needs a no. It doesn't need a oh a reboot or a prequel yeah, I, or a I, sequel I, I, or a switch. Yeah, because you know what? We're living we're living we're living in a society now where reboot is a buzzword now. It's like you know, there's so well, much you know, rebooting. Well, you know why? You you we you know why right now reboot and re in, and restart are are big things right now, which is you have look you have so many places right now fighting for your entertainment dollar, okay? right? And between the networks and streamers and 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 on demand and YouTube and TikTok and all this stuff. I mean, is it? I mean, is it any shock that you know? Why wouldn't you want to go back to some some pieces that you could, you know, may, maybe you could you could rebind or reuse or or relate or some right or yeah. you know, especially stuff where you made lots of money with it or some you know. beloved franchise that's been neglected for a few right. decades. Say like the well, this right. they're making it finally making a sequel to Beetlejuice. Are they really? Apparently, I mean, yes, they are. I, I read the, I read that. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, Tim Burton, Winona Ryder, and Michael Keaton are all on board. Okay. I mean, now, now see, I, lo- I love Beetlejuice. Now that's going to be interesting. What they do with it? It's just like right. okay, okay. It's just like what that's Kurt that's why you hear about reboots and sequels and prequels. Right. And all that. Well, well. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. On a, on a, People on tend a, to right now, gravitate Penny, towards the familiar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Penny Proud. Here's another one. Okay. Oh, the Proud and, Family. Yeah, I saw that's coming yeah. back to Disney Plus. Yeah. And no, it's back. back to I think it oh, is back? back now. Okay. Okay, but here's but here's the kicker though, because I just read this just before I came on the air tonight. There's and a kicker. There, are, there is a kicker. Okay. Does he play for the Bears? Because the Bears don't really have a good kicker. Well, no, the Bears don't do shit. But what are you gonna do? But anyway, all I know is, uh, uh, as far as Penny Proud is concerned, the creators. Okay, get this, guys. The creators have been getting death threats. Yeah, I saw. Because of the theme song, they don't want the theme song so much. Uh, Destiny's Child and all that shit. Excuse me, people. There's a wonderful 29-year-old R&B singer who grew up on Penny Proud and just had her dream come true to actually do the new theme for 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 the Proud family. Okay, a lot of people are a lot of people are you know are saying, well, you can't change the theme song because it's sacred. It's back to the Jellystone Facebook group that you back uh, to the Jellystone maybe was not a good decision to join. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, I, I, I think I'm yeah. back on that one. Yeah, it, goes, but, uh, it goes back to that. It's just people, they, they when you they change want, the familiar, it... it uh, but they just, they, they get, you know, they, they want things to stay the same forever. But things replacing the same thing year after year after year... It's not going to yeah. make money. No, it's See, not. The, the problem is, is I don't know enough. I mean, I don't. For all we know, she basically just did an updated version of the same thing. Again, I didn't watch it, so I don't know what the new one is. Versus well, I, I mean, I've watched, I've watched the rushes, and yeah, basically they that they're going back to where 
it left off. Okay, Pen- no, Joe. I don't mean that way. I mean about the theme song. I mean like, like oh, well, I the remember, theme song. Yeah. Like I remember, remember when like the Simpsons, like when the Simpsons movie happened, and 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 I know this is like a way weird example, but like Green Day did the Simpsons theme. Nobody was bitching about that. Right. Maybe Nobody because green, maybe, maybe because it was Green Day, but you know because it's Green Day. Yeah. You know. But I guess I guess you got again. Here you go. You got the fans who, okay, it's great the way it is. Don't fuck with it, and that's all we want to see. Well, unfortunately, again, not your dollars they're looking for, and uh, also well, that, and that's a, well. See now, that's an interesting question with something like that. Okay, and that's and the one thing that? that I think that's the one thing. That's the one part that's interesting. And it's something to be considered. Now, now again, partially you're correct, Ivan. You are partially correct on this. As a matter of fact, for the most part, you're correct. Here's the one place where I would say they might have a point. It's the only place, which is, okay. which is, I'm a parent. I grew up on the proud family. Now there's a new proud family that I want to share with my kid, so we can have a shared experience. Okay. Okay. All right. I can take you one step closer. Right. Being, right. A, being, a, being a parent myself. Okay. Right. And or even yeah. on TV. Well, okay. And you know, and and would would I have my daughter? Okay. Well, she's not going to watch it now. She's twenty. Going to be twenty three. Right. But I'm saying, if my daughter was that age, mm-hmm. and would I watch this proud family uh, series? Okay, with its. You know, some of its changes are subtle, like some of the voice mm-hmm. actors. Of course, they're older now, mm-hmm. and then of course they got Lizzo to sign on. They got uh, a mm-hmm. number of other people to sign on, and then there are certain things that they took on board. Okay, one of the premises is the gay couple, which is featured mm. now prominently on the Proud Family. You know, here you got a black man going out with a white husband. And, you know, they're actually kissing on the show, which I'm sure has raised its fair share of eyebrows. And, oh, my mm. God, now, you know, they, they you know, and, and I can see and I and I can see some parents actually, you know, holding their heads down and say, oh, shit, they're trying to push uh, the gay card down on us now. On some. This whole thing too. What? For some. Sure. For others, it's, you know. For others, not so much. But I'm just saying. Yeah. That that's out there, okay? And and I know being a person of all inclusiveness in and everything, you know, I mean, in 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 a, in a way that is both intelligent and clever and written well. But to go ahead and just do it as a matter purposefully, just so that way you can say, check, we did it. That's that, that 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 that's that's something that one has to think about, okay. But at the same time, now we have a situation where, yeah, a lot of new programming is going to start featuring this prominently in some of their episodes, okay. Like I was, okay, I can I can segue into this next thing when I watch Chicago Party Act, okay, which is on uh, Netflix currently, which uh, good. Funny, but like I said, not for the kids. It's animated, but I, because I mean, the 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 the, the uh, language 
is racy, there's smoking, there's drinking, there's partying, uh, there's connotations. Everything is out in the open. But then you got to consider it's based in Chicago. Now, to those of us in Chicago, we would probably get most of these references and places that they talk about in this cartoon. Uh, take, 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 take a, you know, take the car out for a drive, guys. Just do one episode, you know, of Chicago Party Ant. Come back to me on Monday and let me know what you think. But uh, well, we've been given homework yeah, by Ivan. You know. And, I'll be honest, and, I don't know if I'm going to get to it this weekend, but I'll see what I can do. But, but I, like I said, or when you get to it, when you get to it, okay, yes, I, I found that the fact that they had done this, they had done this cartoon, and then they referenced places like Gibson's and Wrigley Field and, you know, Wrigleyville and everything that's happening, you know, you got yeah, the so, okay, protagonist. Okay, so they name drop a lot of neighborhoods and, and yeah, local they, they establishments. Yeah, they okay. a lot of places, okay, okay? The, the protagonist in the story, you know, uh, basically, you know, has been in bed with everybody. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's one episode where uh, she's cooking and she's, you know, she's in a shirt and panties and she's by the by the kitchen stove and everything. And Wayne Gretzky comes out of the bedroom and kind of, see you later, Toots, and, you know, just walks off, you know, into the distance. You're just like, ah, this is where we're going with this. Did she yeah. get him with, did she get him for high sticking? <laughs> you know what? Jeff? Was there a uh, time spent in the penalty box? Yeah. <laughs> See, you guys got it right away. See, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's that type of it's type is that type of really adult comedy. And 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 for me, you know, uh, if I want if I want a uh, if I want a if I want a raunchy comedy well done, I guess I could go to Chicago Party End, and that was one of the things I saw on Netflix this week. And uh, I, I was, you know, and you know, I found it very funny. I found it very amusing, you know, to to, to people who are. I, I mean, it's very jive vibe tribe, so that's pretty much where I can put it. And uh, and then what was the other thing? And then uh, uh, then uh, catching up with uh, uh, Cuphead, which uh, Cuphead still amazes me, still very Fleischer esque. There's a word for you. <laughs> and Disney-esque there's another word for you and uh, still still, it, it's still enchants it's still you know it's still very funny haha but then the kids can get into it too it's got the big colors and everything although I'm still dis- I'm a little disturbed with the with the uh, the disclaimer of flashing lights and everything because of some of the scenes which okay granted yeah some of it does get kind of you know, smart. You know, it just gets kind of out there. And you have to be careful with it if you, you know, if you have sensory issues. But aside from that, you know, it 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 rolls along. It rolls and tumbles like a good 1930s cartoon, but with modern flourishes to keep the modern mind occupied and, and such. You know, so. And uh, yeah, so so yeah, I've been doing a lot of Netflix this this, this weekend, and uh, also you know when we get to the movies later on, I'll bring up about uh, MLP and uh, and then I'll give my review on that. So uh, so Jeff, how are you this week? What you do this week? So it's funny. Um, I I've been I have been watching something on Netflix, but it has not been what you've been watching. Um, I started. Yeah, I I, 
I started <laughs> I started Ozark, um, which is four seasons. So I've been I've been I've been watching I've been I've been watching Ozark quite a bit, and I'm about I'm in the early part of season two. It's you know it's Laura Linney, it's Jason Bateman, uh, uh-huh. really really solid drama. The the basics of it is. This guy basically launders money for the cartel, and his partner, his partner, pretty much screwed him over, skimming from the cartel. And oh. the only way that he can, so before before they can kill him, he comes up with this crazy idea that he thinks he can launder a whole bunch of their money in the Ozarks, even though he was um, living in Chicago. So he has to move to the Ozarks. And let's just say it goes from there. Um, are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch Valhalla? They just dropped that. I haven't. No, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. But so, but, okay, but yeah, okay. I'm really, like I said, I'm really, you know, I've always liked Jason Bateman. He's a solid. He's so he's good in just about anything he does. But this mm-hmm. might be his best work. Okay. Um, this might be his best work that I've seen. I have, him do I have in to anything. take a look at that. I have to um, take a look at it's that. It's a it's a solid. You know, I'll tell you now. It, it's it's definitely on the dark side of things. Which is um, fine with me. Uh, Mike will not like it. It gets gruesome at points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, blood. It will get gruesome. I hide under my couch uh, because you are talking about. You know, I, I can. I think I could say this. At one point, it turns into. It literally has gotten to the point now where, like, he he's he's now kind of playing this balancing act between local poppy growers, Ooh, the cartel, uh, well, heroin too, uh, yeah. the cartel, and the mob. Oh shit! Right, like I said, it's the, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. and, and, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And local politicians. Oh, great. Sounds like yeah, Chicago. Like I said, <laughs> like I said it, it's one of those where it's like, it's like, this guy, it's like, okay, I'd have a nurse break yeah. down by now. But that, I'm, that's the, just ra- I'm the razor's edge. Um, I, let's see, uh, I did catch the the next two episodes. So, the Marvelous, uh, the Marvelous Ma- Mrs. Maisel is the new season, which is season four. Uh, was started last week, and they're ep- they're releasing eight episodes. They're releasing them two per week. And... Oh, Ivan! Ivan, okay. are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> he opened um he opened uh Phineas J. Whoopi's closet, I think. Yes, well, I sure did. There's that Valhalla noise. Is <laughs> <laughs> this the Gong uh, Show? Maybe. Well, you know, we did say they only have eight seconds to pay attention to shit, but so there you go. Um, Helps keep the audience's uh, attention. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> Woke them up anyway. So the first, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> just... I, you know, I really still enjoy the characters, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, the last, the, there, these three episodes, we're not moving the plot a little bit. I, I, I'm enjoying them, but I do feel like the, the, we're not moving the central plot. I do realize there's four more episodes. It just, you know, they're only, how can I say, there's only eight episodes in this season. They've announced that they're only, I think they're only doing eight episodes for the final season in season five. 
I, I'll be a little bit disappointed if really all season four is is one gigantic setup for season five, if you understand what I mean. And, oh, a, ling- and, a, ling- and, a lingering season? Well, like where it's like a bunch of character development and a bunch of yeah. setup and all that kind of stuff where it's like, no, I, I you know, one of the, you know, I, I feel like they, they've done a good enough job. And, uh, and I'll cut them some slack because you've got three really, really good seasons and they were very, very good. But I'll cut them some slack on it to see where it goes. I'll still watch it, but I am a little bit – I was really – how do I put this? It's one of those shows where I was really excited and looking forward to sitting down and watching it when it came back. And and now I'm kind of like sitting here and I'm going, eh. It's, 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 Jeez, Ivan. Ivan's going for that every eight seconds rule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. What you making? He's got a – I picture him with a pot on his head. Yeah, seriously, you're making coffee. <laughs> uh, don't, you're making like cookies and donuts too while you're having the coffee or some shit. Or... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, uh, I'm in the actual storage room of the apartment here. It's uh-huh. kind of like my, it's kind of like my ad hoc studio until the studio's built. This and, is, uh, uh, this is where Ivan smokes his weed. That's where it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, those are those have been. Now I will say, so NBC has a new has a new network show. It's ironically on while we record on Monday nights, and it's called Endgame, and it stars uh, Mike. What's the name of What's the name of the girl in the Deadpool movies? Who would have played Vanessa? Yeah. yeah. I don't know the actress's name. Okay. Uh, she's the lead on this. Okay. All right. She's, and, she's cute. Oh, no. She's and she's absolutely smoking yeah, she's, in this, yeah, too. Yeah, she's smoking. Yeah. Um, it, and it's one of those, you know, every so often NBC tries to do some sort of more spy action-y thriller kind of show around uh-huh. this time. And they try to they try to get one that'll hit and it doesn't work. I think this is the one that finally hits. Um, uh-huh. I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Uh, I'm 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 connected. I'll watch it. There's a there's enough mystery, but they've done enough for me to sit there and go. All right, I'm curious where this is all headed and this where this is gonna go. Yeah. Um, like I said, you could probably find it on demand. It's called it's called Endgame. It's on NBC regular irregular NBC. Um, but I liked the first episode. I was I was. I was enough intrigued that, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to DVR it and I'm going to record it and pick it up. Um, the only other thing this week, and I, I, Mike, I think you already saw it. You saw Free Guy, right? No, I have not. Uh, I know it dropped okay. last week on Disney Plus, but no, I've not right. got around to it yet. So here's the interesting part. Apparently Free Guy is also available on HBO Max right now. Hmm. That's weird. Supposedly. Yeah, that's what I said. Hmm. I thought that was strange too. I was a little surprised, but apparently it's available on both. Supposedly, I was, or so I was told. Here, let me look. So while well, he goes ahead, but, he look real yep, quick. there it yeah. is. Yeah, the movies. Yep, it's right there on his, on HBO Max. Got to tell interesting. you, interesting. Uh, so I'm gonna say it. This is the best movie I've seen Ryan Reynolds in in a long time. What? And that includes Deadpool. What? Better than Deadpool. This, Yes. Oh yeah. 
This is this is a much better movie than Deadpool. This is a much better movie than Deadpool. Okay. I I really enjoyed <laughs> the heck out of this. I'm going four and a half out of five. Yeah, man's really. Wow. I, I really I really enjoyed it. Now I will tell you, my my expectations were low. Yeah. Uh, it is a popcorn movie, but I, you know I'm not a big fan of first person shooters. I'm not a fan of these movies where they do movies about first person about, about video games, games and about video games. I liked this. It was really good. The plot was good. I was interested. Um, it's not. Yeah, you get the usual Ryan Reynolds, but you got a lot more than that. The, they, they do enough to make me interested in the rest of the other, the rest of the plot. They give they give me enough to be interested in in the kind of first person shooter stuff. I mean, there's a few things where I have to suspend some belief on some things about how things go viral. Uh-huh. But I gotta tell you, I I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed oh, it a lot. Um, you know, like you know, it's funny. You and I were going back and forth about about Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I said to you, and you know, last week you were like. Well, you know, it's a popcorn movie. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes, though, there's better popcorn movies. This is an example of a better popcorn movie. Had this not yeah. come out during the pandemic, this would have been a big... And I know they're, they're already greenlighting a second one that's been, that's been mentioned. But this was really, really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it immensely. It was a lot of fun. And, and seriously, I mean... Maybe I'm going too far saying it's it's his, it's his best role in a long time, but I feel like it's the best thing I've seen him in since Family. Wow, that's uh, that's 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 huge. I, I really do, and and that by the way, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm sure there'll be some people who will disagree with me when I say that. Well, but, well you know, I mean, but, but, but everybody's entitled to theirs, right? Right. No, and there are, and I'm sure there'll be some people going, "No way, he was much better in Deadpool." Okay. I can give you that. There are certain ways that I can I can see where people are coming from with that. But given some, I thought I saw better characterization. I saw Ryan Reynolds do more with the character, and I saw him do a lot more than the usual Ryan Reynolds shit okay. and shtick. And so, like I said, I really, like I said, four out of five. Yeah, man's. I, I, I and it's funny. Originally, I was going to go four. You know, I scratch that. I will go back to four, but four out of five. Yeah, man's. It was entertaining. I never. I wasn't really bored for two hours. This, 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 this would have been a. Well, keep, you, keep you four out of five, man. Don't take it back. Just, no, I mean... it was four point five. I have. Well, I'll put. I'll put it to four. There's always something that might be a little bit better. But no, but. Um, but again, I'm. I was pleasantly surprised. And again, maybe it's because I came in with low expectations, but no, this movie this movie would have been good enough to make in in the pre-COVID world. I now understand why people thought this movie, why 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 Disney was was pushing this movie like it was going to be a big movie for them. I now get it. It, it should have been. it should have been a huge movie for them. Um, it will do very very well on Disney Plus. And, and it will get a lot of good buzz. I'll, 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 I'll probably get a lot of sales, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the streaming and if for maybe aftermarket, you know, uh, uh, DVD if that, you know, if that's even 
you know, something you can well, try. Again, I, I've, got, even I'm even I've stopped buying DVDs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just saying there are still people that still like physical media. I'm sure, but you yeah. know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, so so I mean, those those would be. You know, those those would be the big things this past week in terms of what I caught. Um, the only other thing would be, you know, I like I said, I, I do a room on Wednesday nights, not Wednesday nights, Wednesday mornings, uh, the, the, pub, the public speaking versus storytelling rooms. And those have gone really, really well. They, you know, we're getting in, we're talking about different topics and we approach things from different perspectives. So, you know, and that happens in this particular club, which is the Steinomite Club. So, you know, if people hear this or check this out, uh, 9.30 Central Time on Wednesday mornings, just come here on Clubhouse and and you can ask questions and you can be a part of the show. So with that, uh, that's what I got. What do you got, Mike? Uh, I, Mike. Had my, I had my training this week, so yeah, I've been busy. So And then I had to work this weekend, so I've been not, not been uh, – not had a lot of free time this weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I have not watched anything. I've just – heard about free guy i'm like okay i'll catch it later and the uh well yeah, yeah like i said i <laughs> working just been uh, so well, no i'm sorry um, i got nothing this week uh, i did yeah, like well, i said i did catch the like i said a, a bit of the finale of the season one finale i presume there's going to be a season two of uh, 1883 and i uh, believe so and spoilers uh uh they have a uh I guess I, I don't know if I would drop the spoiler, but there was because it, 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 it just I just dropped last week, so I'm not going to drop the big spoiler of the season finale. But uh, it has that yeah that old west vibe to it, and it's uh, Does pretty brutal. Does Beth Sutton show up from a time machine and like the Duttons? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, time traveling Duttons from outer space. No. Yeah, cowboys. They don't use they don't use a train that kind of flies. No. Does does um, does Michael Burnham show up out of nowhere? Oh, 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 no, I'm not, 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 uh, I'm not watching discovery now, um, but I, I, I will watch the season two. It does. I think it drops Thursday, but, um, next week you'll get my thoughts on season two premiere of Picard as well as the Batman movie that's coming out. So, but no, I don't have, as long as we're, as long as we're, so cards next week, I, that drops the first episode drops Thursday. Yeah. I'm not. I'll watch it because it's Q. I'm not paying for another streaming service right now. I, yeah, I have Paramount Plus, so I know yeah. I'm not doing it. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, the Tommy Lee and Pamela thing was interesting this week. Okay, that is I it saw. still still going? Yeah, it's 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 like eight episodes, uh-huh. and they drop one a week. So what episode? What are they on this week? This I so this week. Actually, this week was a really good episode because so apparently, and I'm not aware, I wasn't aware of this. So they apparently Penthouse was thinking about running stills of the tape in Penthouse. And so Pam and Tommy go to um, go to sue Bob Guccione. And so Bob Guccione is countersuing for freedom of speech. Well, they decide they're going to depose just Pamela Anderson. And the lawyer for for Bob Guccione just just drags her through the mud. I mean, like literally tries to make the connection that like posing in Playboy equals her doing no being no different than sex work and and you know really just just trying to drag Pamela Anderson down 
into the mud. And and the actress who does who plays Pamela Anderson does a really good job in this because it's just it. How do I put this? You you feel for her, and it's painful. It's painful to watch what's happening to her. Um, and the fact you, that her you, you have you have empathy for the character. Yeah, and 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 it, and of course her male lawyer is like, you just got to get through it. And it's like, oof. Um, and then I gotta get through, why would you do it, right? Well, again, keep in mind, we're talking about the mid-90s. Things, right. you know, things are a little different. Even even though things were more, were, were, were somewhat progressive, yeah. we're still talking the mid-90s. In the early age of the yeah, internet. It, it and, still yeah. had a long way to go, yeah. Well, not to mention that, you know, you're still talking about, you're still talking about, you know, there is still there's you know mid nineties is right about right before the somewhat perception change of of you know uh, of adult stars and Playboy models and all that stuff all that stuff uh, yeah well you know it, it was it was it was the it was, it was the turnabout time yeah. for everybody who was in the industry. Uh, you know, be they, you know, on the, uh, you know, your, your hustlers, your your cherries, your playboys, and then of course the adult. Well, and, and again, right, and, and all of that, you know. Right. So, I mean, like for example, like you know, Janine is Janine is in, you know, Blink One Eighty Two, you know, videos and is on the cover of Blink One Eighty Two's album. You know that that wasn't the norm until. You know, we're talking what the late nine. We're we're talking about mid to late nineties. I mean, this was right on the cusp, right before that. So right, you know, okay. it yeah. wasn't it wasn't as as prevalent. It there was still a lot of that. You know, oh, posing in Playboy equals being you know being uh, being in a porno mat being being in a in a porno at, film. You know, this was before Janet Jameson became a thing and. And, and well, transcended, you know, you know. Well, yeah, and, yeah. You then you had, you know, you had the hair bands using the using these women, you know, uh, that posed in Playboy and everything, you know, right. danger, well, danger, stuff like that, you know. Well, I mean, again, here's the thing: a lot of those, a lot of those grunge bands and those bands that were doing that, like the Guns N' Roses and 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 the yeah. punk bands and all that stuff, that were the yeah. hot bands, were actually using people who were doing more than than. Than, than Pam Anderson later on, but again, oh, this was well, yeah. Well, they were part of the, a lot. Some of them were part of the sex industry, right? That's what I mean. Well, I mean, yeah. the point being is, this, so... is, this is right at the tip of that, but right well, the tip of that, but I'm bumsh. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> the I, 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 that wasn't planned along a lot of things that aren't planned. But anyway, um, but yeah, I thought that they did a really good job with this episode. I thought it was really good. Again. No, no, Tommy Lee singing penis. Thank God. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know they do do some flashbacks about some of their their history. Um, again, no Seth. You know it's funny. These last two weeks, no Seth Rogen. I have this feeling he's come. He'll be back shortly. But again, Seth Rogen. You know they they seem that they're spending some of their time more on on Pam and Tommy's relationship at this point. I didn't really realize that whole Pam and Tommy relationship. It's like three years. That's it. Yeah. It's only like three years. And it's funny because they like had two kids out of like the three years. So like basically two of the years she was pregnant. And then one year, no, not so much. Um, And then I guess she had a miscarriage in there too at some point. 
So, you know, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like something I need to dive into. I guess like yeah, if you've got, if you can get access to Hulu, it is, it's okay, worth yeah, watching. It's, it's, okay. it's worth watching. All right. All that, right. Might, by the way, that might have been my best Black Friday purchase. Was cool. was they had, you know, there's still some com- there's limited commercials to it, but they had Hulu for ninety nine cents a month for a year. Can't beat it. Right, twelve bucks. I was like, done. You know, Can't I'm like thinking it. about this. I'm like, what if I don't twelve dollars? What am I really losing for twelve dollars? Right. You know? Seriously, I was yeah. like that. That just, you know. But yeah, I, I, I again, that that's a good. It's a good. It's a good. Sounds like a good solid watch. It's a good right. solid watch. They they do a good job with it. But All right, cool. To, that works. To, to right. Mike's point, you know, you're talking about Batman and Batman out being out this week. I gotta. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know that I'm gonna get to it before, before we air. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, I might, okay. I might, I might luck out. I might luck out, and I might get away to see it. I might get away to see it. If I do, I'll chime in on it on Monday if I get a chance to see it. And uh, you know, uh, and it, 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 uh, yeah, it seems like I did my fair share of Netflixing. You know, there you go. There's a word. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. this, this this weekend and everything. I already mentioned you know the previous shows I've watched, and then. Uh, yeah, just so happens. Okay, because uh, Mike mentioned that he wasn't going to watch the My Little Pony movie, and I, I and this was total curiosity. I was kind of sitting there bored, and I'm just like, uh, let me see what's on Netflix just for kicks. And, you know, I watched mm-hmm. I watched the, the I watched Cuphead, you know, and I binged yeah, on that, you know, and I binged on Disenchanted, you know, and I binged mm-hmm. on that. And then I'm just like, let's see what else I can binge on. And then I saw, uh, the you know, Batman, you know, in the episode The Killing Joke, which totally fucked my brain. Yeah, that's well, the well, – was that the, the, the DC animated uh, adaptation? Yeah, the, one, of based the, on, killing the joke. one based on the Alan Moore book. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, my goodness. That, that'll – That'll fuck your brain. I'm sorry. It'll fuck your brain. Okay. The fact that uh, the that was on Netflix. Like, I thought that all well, those were put on uh, HBO Max, which used to be DC Universe. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw. Too. I saw it. I saw it on. I saw it on Netflix. It's okay. on Netflix. Weird. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So you know, so I was watching this because I hadn't seen it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the the shit that Joker does, yeah, is nasty. The shit that Joker does to Barbara Gordon, and and. and, and uh, just, and it's just, and then and Jim Gordon the ending, too, and then the and then you know the ending is just as twisted as the rest of the fucking movie. You're thinking, okay, if I would, if I were Batman, and all the events that would have happened, okay, I got you know the the the, the magnetism between you know Batgirl and Batman, and then this thing happening to Barbara Gordon, and then what? Joker does to Barbara Gordon and and then at the end they're laughing and shaking hands and can I help you just stumped me totally fucking just what in the fuck was I did not see that coming well it's it's interesting because 
I don't think the Killing Joke was ever really supposed to be DC canon in terms of it being part of continuity. It was a graphic novel when it came out. It was a graphic novel when it came out. And, and it became and it, it became DC canon all after afterwards. And there's a part of me where I'm like, I mean, even to this day, it's like this. You know, between that and the Batman Returns book books from from Frank Miller, right? Know, this is this is where this is where Batman between that and Year One, which was also Frank Miller, that's where Batman really kind of takes a big left turn about being I am darkness, I am justice. You know, you know yeah. I, 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 okay, because Batman in this context there, there, there seems you know, because Batman has an air that is almost inhuman in a way. A void of whatever emotional sensibility because of what he does. Hmm. All right? I mean, and then the end just kind of culminates is, yeah, is Batman as crazy as Joker? Yeah, that's the is two Joker, sides of the same coin. That's is, the, yeah, is Joker yeah. as crazy as Batman? Are they just both fucking crazy? You know, and you're just like, what the hell? And then I was just, I was just like, wow. And I watched this, and I was just like, <clears throat> and 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 it gave me the feeling. That the uh, the one Joker movie that was you know the the one that was just released about a year mm-hmm. ago, it gave me that feel because it was the whole aesthetic seemed so separate from anything I had ever seen in Batman movies and, or animated you know cartoons, and I'm just like I I, I I like I said I wasn't ready for it, and it just wow it fucked my brain. And uh, then uh, after I did that, I was like, okay, I need something to clean this out of my head. Okay, here's my little yeah. pony. Okay. Let me... Okay, this makes a lot You go from the killing now. joke to uh, talking magical yeah. horses. Yeah. Right, I went from that to talking, talking magical, magical horses. horses. <laughs> okay, yes. I need to go to bed. I did not want to go to bed with nightmares of just what Joker did in that movie shit so anyway so you know so i'm like oh, okay let me give this since mike isn't gonna watch it let me give this a view and let me give it and, and okay and this is my take on it okay and this is not your this is not your old friendship is magic sensibility old being and, 2010 yeah exactly <laughs> you know so we're talking 12 years well, yeah, ago it's, now. It, they've that would what they called um the G five or whatever it was Generation Five or whatever. So, so, so they've they rebooted they rebooted the uh, the My Little Pony franchise with a new group of characters. Mm. To focus right. on. Do they, they do they invade Strawberry Shortcake? Is that what happens? <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they, they bake her in a pie and put her in the oven at four fifty. Uh, but, uh, uh, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm do just the saying, Snorks uh, invade? I mean, no, no, the Snorks didn't invade it, but of course, you know. Uh, uh, you know, Smurfette had a thing with, well, no, okay, let's not go there. Okay. Uh, no, but, but like it says, I mean, okay, the word that comes to mind is delightful. Okay, I'll give you that. Can I ask and, you a question? What? Hey, did you smoke a bowl while you were watching this? No, I, I, I'm, I'm, dry, I'm dry. I'm dry until, uh, until really? Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> 
to watch huh? the My Little Pony movie you were sober. I was sober, yeah. Really? Yeah, I wasn't high. Nope. Somebody get a lie detector test. I, <laughs> I might I might watch it I might watch it while I'm high next time, but as far as as far as all the stuff I did this weekend, no, I, I've been sober the whole weekend. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching everything. So that's why I'm like, ah, fucking killing joke. Ah, okay, you know. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I watched it. The songs for me, they aren't as... The songs. Oh, no. The songs that aren't as crafted are, are, aren't as catchy as what they were in the television show. Because I have to say, the songs in the television show, they were catchy. And lyrically, they were intelligent. Mm-hmm. They, the rest of the songs in My Little Pony came off a bit trite. Uh, uh, the the story in it, of itself uh, is the same old... The same old, you know, good against evil. We gotta, we gotta go ahead and, you know, we're getting the band back together, so we gotta do this uh, adventure in order for the band to get back together. Who is, who is the villain in this? Uh, the villain in this, uh, actually, actually, there was no central villain. Okay, in this, there was no, there, there was nothing like there's this no mustache twirling villain to uh, no, no mustache to twirling boo when it was on there was screen. No, yeah, there was no Discord. There was no anything like in the old My Little Pony series. Uh, actually, it was just uh, uh, it was it was a it was a situation where you had a father and a daughter, and the father would tell the stories of the of the glory days of what it was like, you know, in Equestria. Okay, and would tell his daughter all these stories that once upon a time that. You know, Pegasi and unicorns and everybody and everybody got along. You're just, you know, you're an Earth Pony and Earth Ponies got along with every blah 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 blah. Time Is Mr. Ed there? Huh? Mr. Ed. No, wrong talking horse. Well, anyway, so here we uh, we 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 got this thing. This is how it sets itself up, and then it goes along to find that uh, everything that we've ever, you know, that was ever to be believed about. You know, My Little Pony, basically, it was almost like watching the monkey's head. Okay, if you ever watch the monkey's head, you know, the, the monkey, the band, and the, music, the, the movie called Head, basically, they kind of cut and disassociated themselves with what the monkeys were all about in the movie Head. Everything that you ever thought about My Little Pony in the series gets kind of tilted in the movie, okay, and of course, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole, oh, where are the cutie marks, why are the character designs are this, why are this, and why are that, okay, I'm not going to go into none of that shit, but all I'm saying is, okay, for the kids, it's a good story. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, Ray said he, he watched it with his daughter, and he said it was okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and basically, yes, for for the for the for the for the younger set, yeah, beautiful stuff for the younger set and everything. Void is all of the things that made uh, Friendship is Magic the series that it was. Okay, it's not in this movie. Okay, the fact that this almost seems like a character building uh, situation that might evolve into yet maybe. Uh, another movie down the line 
so you get involved, you know, so you, you get to see the character builds of the new ponies, okay, the Pegasus, you know, Izzy, and, uh, you know, all of the different, you know, all of the new, new characters. Now the new team of ponies, you know, now you got a Pegasus, you got a, you got a unicorn, you got an earth pony, you got, you know, all this and that. There's a different set of ponies altogether. Not your, not your five ponies like there were in the original set. And uh, the the, uh, the the color aesthetic in the in the animation, the, the color aesthetic, you know, is 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 not as it's not as bright as I have seen in other CGI. In fact, it it tends to come off as fuzzy in a way to me. You know, like 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 fuzzy. Like, you mean like, like watered down or or what? Do you... Okay, when you look like at fuzzy, it, was he bear? Was a bear? <laughs> No, no, no. Fuzzy as it kind of like, okay, there isn't a sharpness to the to the to the to the picture with all the characters. There seems to be a fuzzy feel to it, and you know, it's like 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 the top of a peach. It's My Little Pony, isn't it supposed to be fuzzy? Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> uh, they're doing it with the CGI because everything was too deep in the series. And they did everything in CGI, which, okay, CGI is an entirely different world now. And, uh, yeah, and, of course, the ponies are different color. They got they – there's lots more boys in the series now, whereas it was basically – my little pony was just an all-girl situation with the occasional guy in there. Now there's guys all over the place in, in this particular movie, and there's a balance out. And – uh there are some there are some moments where uh, the uh, uh, there there are some moments in the movie where you do get a little bit of of action. You know, you got you know the bad you know you got one of the ponies who acts as a sheriff uh, in Marine Bay, which that's the place uh, the uh, story takes place. And okay, the uh, sheriff has got a uh, a deputy who wants to be like the sheriff, but he's kind of a never do well, kind of a mama's boy. And so, and uh, so what happened, the protagonist of the story is always getting into trouble because she's trying to tell everybody, you know what, you know, uh, we need to be friends with the Pegasi. We need to be friends with this, this, and that. By this time, the movie that takes place, everybody is afraid of everybody else. The Earth Ponies have no relationship with the Pegasi. The Pegasi have no relationship with the with the with the unicorns, and so on and so on and so on. So there's a lot of how about the donkeys? You know the separation. <laughs> no, no, there's no are there donkeys. no other donkeys in this one? No donkeys. No donkeys. No donkeys. No Not even out. like the one from like Bachelor Party. Oh well, you know the one at Bachelor Party. Well, yeah, I, I hear he's still red. So, uh, so, so the yeah. story the story was about how the like. How they all got along, was, or they learned yeah, to get along? That, well, they did. Well, it, you know, in, that was the movie just that, that the, the the movie presents everybody not being friendly with anybody, and then also the fact that the whole Pegasus fly thing ends up being a big fraud. You know, it just comes. There's so many twists and turns in the story. You have to keep your eyes on it because if you blink, you miss it. But it's it's great it's a great kid's story it's a great thing it's like it says it's not your uh it's not your my little pony of 2010 don't expect it to be but it's still it's still it's entertaining nonetheless the songs uh there were 
there were four of them, I think, throughout the entire movie. And, uh, and were they, were they great? Were they phenomenal? Uh, it, it, it basically put everything along, you know, pushed the story along, but it really didn't add much to the movie. So it becomes that kind of thing. It becomes more like music filler than, than music enhanced, than, than, than that 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 uh, movie enhancement, you know, or story enhancement. What about so, talent yeah. enhancement? You know, so basically, <laughs> it comes down to, uh, yeah. Where's I the donkey? Say, Hello. Hello, donkey. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would say I would give it three point five. Yeah, man, so just okay. based on on uh, on that whole thing. I don't want to give away too much. Well, it's but, been out for a couple months. It's okay. You can. You can drop sure? spoilers here. It's it's all right. It feels like you gave it a lot. Yeah, it seems like you. Well, I'm not gonna no, add too no, much. I, 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 I'm not gonna talk too much about it. But that was you know you started 15 minutes ago, so that's okay. Well, it, it, it didn't give away everything. I mean, there's a lot more to it than what I give. I really was very mute. I'm very what I, the thing I'm giving is very muted. So there's a lot more to appreciate from it. So I'll just say I'll leave that to you. Uh, definitely for the kids. Definitely for uh, you know, it's one. It's a great family film, just like you know, Sing Two was a great family film, and uh, and all the rest of that. So it's just like, yeah, you know, it's, right. it's it's a good popcorn movie. There you go. Yeah, that's okay. that's where I'm at with that. Uh, other than that, uh, mm. just uh, I'm uh, getting back. I'm getting back out there again with uh, uh, with uh, uh, Northern Soul Music Keep the Faith page. And uh, uh, I'll be starting the broadcast again with them on the 12th, and then again on the 25th. But as of uh, as of uh, as of March, you know, which is you know at the time we record this and get this out there, I will no longer be doing uh, the only lives I will be doing on Facebook. Will, will, will not, I mean, on Facebook will be the the occasional Rivera Random Records because I'm a uh, I'm uh, currently working on trying to get Mixcloud up and running for myself and uh, doing all my broadcasting from there. And then I'm going back to Twitch exclusively for all of the live gigs I'm going to be doing at uh, Cafe Mustache, which I will be there this Friday from 9 to 2 a.m. That's uh, uh, 21. That's uh, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's right. 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's uh, 2313. 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, nine a.m. to two. Yeah, we're nine a.m. Okay, yeah. So nine p.m. to two a.m. Uh, Twenty-three thirteen North Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago. Uh, yes, uh, it's a great, it's a great venue. Half of it's a coffee shop. The other half is an actual bar with a stage. We do wonderful things. Check out the website, Cafe Mustache. Also happening is uh, Logan Arcade back over there twice a month on the first and third of the month between uh, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. The first uh, Sunday of the month is Mundo 80s, all 80s music. The third Sunday of the month is uh, is uh, Soulful by the Ballful, and it's just as the name implies. <laughs> and uh, so then I'll be doing I'm doing that this month. Just admit it. Admit it. 80s, 80s day is really just basically um, Breakout by Swing Sister on repeat for like Three hours, uh, not so much, but okay. Uh, no, I, I mean, and that, and uh, I will be featuring uh, my late uh, my late Godbrothers collection over the next few months because uh, I acquired uh, 
several thousand of his albums, you know, in the last few months. And uh, I'm now starting to bring them here and sort through them. And I have to say, you know, uh, you know, Groove is in the heart, you know, Cutting Crew, In Deep, you know, a number of really solid, solid type of records have come through. So I'm going to be featuring those prominently in the next few months, you know, of his, you know, bringing his collection out front and center. Okay. And uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, let's see, the other thing that I'll be doing, uh, will be okay, and then of course I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that Logan Arcade is located at 2410 uh, West Fullerton in Chicago. That's right. And oh, here's here's a kicker for you. Uh, another kicker. Yes, another kicker. That's right. And the kicker in this is that we have just featured now the brand new Rush pinball game. That's right. The band Rush now has a pinball game, and guess what? To play that Rush music is the band called Simply Rough. That's right. We got an animatronic three-piece band at Logan Arcade that is playing the music of Rush. They're called Rough. And uh, go to the uh, go to the uh, Logan Arcade website. Check it out. There's videos of it. It's fantastic. Uh, Dave Devondo, who programmed the animatronics, for it, did a marvelous, marvelous job. A shout out to uh, David DeBondo, who did a wonderful job. And uh, so, yeah, if you get a chance to go to Logan Arcade to check out the music, check out the pinball, and check out Rough and the new uh, Rush pinball game, check it out. Yes, definitely check it out. And then, uh, the last but not least, okay, is uh, Coles, which I'll be there on the 13th from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. We should be getting our um, spring wear out soon. Pardon me? They should be getting their spring wear out soon. Yes. Well, yes, they should be getting their spring wear out. Then, of course, also, too, we can't forget that that's daylight savings time. Oh, don't tell me. I, I, that's my Sunday. I got to work, so I got to be up at like 5, what it will seem like 5 a.m. on a Sunday. That's going to suck. It's going to suck. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so here – other than that, yeah, I think that's pretty much the whole. I think that's pretty much the whole canoodle, guys, about how this whole thing came together as far as you know uh, what I'm doing for the week and everything. And then I'm building the uh, building the studio. I'm gonna start getting all the equipment and got a new mixer coming in uh, very shortly. I'm excited about that. Uh, getting some new gear in, and uh, oh, I also got in. You know, you know, do you, you know? Who my favorite all-time doo-wop group is, right? Do you know who they are, right? Do you know? The Nipple Dogs. No, R- not rough? The dogs. No, not Rough. Come on. You know. Where you know Can't, uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Yes. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. You know you know who my favorite doo-wop group is. Come on. Shana-na. No, that's Shana-na. Oh my gosh, you guys are terrible. Anyway, coal mine. I believe records. he's missed the point of us. Why? What we're gonna guess? No, no, no. I don't think. No, I know. I know. I know exactly what you guys are doing. The <laughs> but banana anyway. splits. <laughs> banana splits. All right. the, the Florida men. Yes. <laughs> the Florida man. We, dang, we haven't done Florida man forever. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, no, the uh, that sounds like a the, personal problem. <laughs> they got powder for that, actually. Uh, so, Yikes! <laughs> so, 
No, coal mine will records. You watch, will you watch the My Little Pony with him if you powder? <laughs> yeah. The coal mine records, C O L E M I N E, the, the, the new, the new uh, R&B and soul label that's been putting out some dynamite records, licensed the. Oh, you said they were coal mine, not dynamite. Coal mine. Okay. Right. So what? What happened is they they leased they leased. The uh, they leased the master recordings of the great Flamingo Flamingo Serenade. Okay, Flamingo Serenade stands alone in a canon of vocal group music as probably one of the most beautiful crafted doo-wop albums ever to be recorded in 1959. Mm. Uh, Only have eyes for you is on uh, oldies playlist everywhere. Okay. Okay. So, Cobine decided they're going to run a limited release of 400 pink vinyl albums. And then they also ran the Powder Blue, which, of course, matches the Powder Blue tuxedos that they wear on the front cover. It's 160 grams of pure beauty. And the Mm. kick on this this is that it's released in... Stereo, the original mm. stereo masters. That's the kicker. The, mm. the original stereo uh, presentation. I mean, it's all there. It's fucking beautiful. I, I got Kevin my Butler was the kicker. I got my I got my album, and I haven't even popped it open. What, yet. what color did you get? I got the pink one. Okay. Mm. I got the pink one. My friend Nelson in New York. He ended up getting the blue one. My friend Mike Goldfarb in Florida. He ended up getting. One off of Amazon. So, yeah, yeah, I sold my – and then, of course, my, my sister Edie in California, she ended up getting the pink one along with me, which uh, – I can't just, remember which one is the one with Matt Dillon. <laughs> well, okay. Well, if, if you love if you love vocal group – No, seriously. The one with Matt Dillon was good. Where he catches Matt the Dillon? guy cheating with the cards. That was, was that good. The, was that the coal miner's daughter? No, I think you, oh flamingo kid, my bad. Oh, flamingo kid. Okay. <laughs> Run with the ball, boys. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, we're, we were listening. You got the you know you got the kicker from the coal miner's daughter and right uh, with Kevin Butler. Yeah, and and Matt Dillon and Matt and Matt, <laughs> Matt Dillon. Right. And they play cards with My Little Pony and the Florida guy. <laughs> See, this is this is what you get for feeding two men prime rib, okay? <laughs> Just throw the bones at me here. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not into that kinky shit. I'm not throwing you anything. Oh well, you, you want kinky shit? I can I, I can help you in that direction. That's all right. You watch My Little Pony. That's good enough. <laughs> I got a well, story for that later on, anyway. Did I mean, uh, well, I'm sure you do. Amongst all your many stories, no, no, most, we, are, we, we, most which are unfit for airing. I didn't find a, I didn't find Florida man. I did find a story that was that was very new to the square desk. That well, I'd yeah. okay. Use it, use it the square esque. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so if you get a chance, uh, if you love the flamingos, uh, check out check out Coal Mine uh, Records. Uh, go online. Uh, the album currently is going for twenty seven ninety five, and uh, it's it's. 
you know, it's it's just a beautifully done album. It looks great. It sounds fabulous. And uh, if you need to upgrade your old beat-up copies, you're in for a real treat because they're done with the original stampers, which it's all good. Yeah, man, five out of five. You know what? The Flamingos needs to be like a punk rock, all-female punk rock band. That's who the Flamingos needs to be. Those those are the flaming groovies now. No, no, but it needs to be like the Go Go's, like the original Go Go's, like that kind of thing. That's oh, like the, the original, like the original Go Go's with the Brenda Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you're talking. Yeah, you know, like all the punk ass shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, We're the flamingos, bitches. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> or that, or you can watch Pink Flamingos with Divine and really be appalled. Uh, I don't know if about you're Paul. Watching, you're, you're Ivan. Mike, so I don't know. About mm. that. You know, well, you know, did, did you did you ever watch Pink Flamingos though with Divine? Can't say I have. No. <laughs> you want to step into the you want to step into the darker sides of Ivan's brain? Check that movie out, John Waters. No, that's quite all right. You watch Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what now? You watched My Little Pony. That's dark enough. <laughs> well, I was just because I was you know trying to get seemed like uh, the opposite of dark, according to Ivan. Well, just uh, so bright colored magic talking horses. Dude, there is a yeah, part of you where the fact that a 60 year old man sitting in his house watching My Little Pony is a little creepy and scary. Sorry, man. It's no well, different uh, than. Uh, well, but look, I, it's no I, different okay. than watching Jellystone. Well, yeah, or any other uh, cartoon for that matter. Uh, you know, I mean. Okay, come on. You know, y'all don't, don't, don't sit there, Mr. Mr. I Watch Daily Stripperella. Get out of here. I didn't watch Stripperella. <laughs> I wanted to watch Stripperella. I never got around. <laughs> don't what, give me that. What, was that on like Comedy Central late at night? What what channel was that? Yes, on? It was no, Comedy you know what Central it was. Late was on late you know on. It was, it was T. It was so that was one of those. So that was right after the Nashville network, and then they yeah. called it TNN, and they were trying to rebrand, and then they became Spike. Remember Spike TV? Okay, yeah. They became Spike TV. And then that's what became the Paramount Network. And they were trying to, like, rebrand themselves as Spike. They wanted to be, like, for, like, a male audience. And they right. they, they thought that they would make a nighttime car- adult cartoon block. That My understanding is there was some really good material. It's just nobody ever saw it. Like, there's a Blade cartoon that's supposedly amazing from that, but... Oh yeah, I, I, I've never, I've never seen it, but well, I've seen, I've seen some of the, I've seen some of the Stripperella, and it's interest, it was interesting enough, and I think Pamela Anderson, actually yes. yeah, she voiced over. it, yeah, yeah, yeah so. Pam Anderson voiced Stripperella, yes, right, so you know, and, and that was and, that and, was the short period of time too, where where, um, in in terms of trying to get new audience, and they were trying to build it, even though they had a smaller audience, that was the period of time where. They outbid USA Network to bring the WWE over, okay, because they wanted to be able to use that to springboard and bring more, you know, the male 18 to 49s, you know, to build around to get people to watch the programming. Get that that male demographic in there. But But it didn't, they didn't do a very good job with it and. It didn't work. I thought. I, thought, I, I guess. What was it? Was it? Was it a case of mismanagement that they just got bought out? Well, no. It's still all, the the entire time that network has been 
has been Paramount CBS. It's just they keep changing what it is. Like I said, initially it was the Nashville, it was the Nashville Network. It was the Nashville Network, and they became. It was the Nashville Network, and then they decided that they were going to, they China, they kind of changed that, and then they turned into Spike, and then they got into that whole thing with Spike Lee because it's oh that's what you're doing is based on my name. It's like no, not really, but they paid him off, um, and they didn't do a very good job with that, and then. You know, eventually it became the Paramount Network, and you know, and, and it was and funny because they and were how, about how's to, that working? How's how's that working for them, Paramount? Well, so Paramount it's interesting because they were about to go to an all movie format, and then Yellowstone basically took over TV. <laughs> so now they're rethinking their entire strategy and philosophy <laughs> on what they're going to do with the Paramount Net about what the, they're going to do with their their cable channel, the Paramount Network. Because Yellowstone basically show basically is like the the show to watch. So you know they figure they're like, well, wait a minute, maybe we can rethink this and build around this and and rebuild the network around Yellowstone. And it's like, oh well, yeah, let's let, let's let's go ahead, let's go ahead and let's create uh let's go ahead and create a network where they start showing endless episodes of Sid Marty Croft and uh old uh old theatrical releases and uh let's go ahead and garner what Well again I don't know what their exact plan was but again we I, I don't want to go down this road cuz we've talked about yeah, it this before is, yeah. about about yeah. you know how Paramount Plus and the Paramount Network really in reality the two should be doing more to help each other out like for example we've talked about some of the Paramount Plus programming that really, you know, they should be, they should be, you know, they should be running tastes of yeah. some of the Paramount Net, Paramount Plus programming. So somebody goes, oh, you know, I should, like, for example, okay, Mike said about that Picard is going to be on. You know, here's a thought. Why wouldn't you run Picard on the Paramount, on the regular Paramount Network, the first one, like right. a two-hour one to, like, wet everybody's beak, okay? And, and, yeah, and the first one's always go, free. Right, and basically be like, oh, well, everybody should go and run and go get Paramount Network now. Or, I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. Well, they right. did that with, I think, they after Yellowstone Season 4 aired, they aired the first episode of 1883. Right. The first two, one or two of them. They aired on, eight, right. on Paramount Network. And they said, okay, you want to watch the rest of the season? It's going to be the on other one Paramount too. Plus. And the other one, too, that I can't remember uh, the name. Mayor of Kingstown? Like yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Ooh. If you want to talk about dark, and so green, yeah, I that's that's it. what they need to do. I think just put more free content, uh, more content on the free side, just to yeah. wet people's whistles so they can get them to gravitate them oh, toward the, the streaming service. Side. Well, and right. the thing is too, there's certain. I mean, look, there are certain series that they have access to that you know you don't have to give them current seasons. You can give them, you know, you can give them like season one and season two of certain right. things and there's certain things that that you created you created a brand new content for that has since been defunct like i'm trying to think there's some shows that they created for when it was cbs all access where they created brand new content and those shows are dead but hey here's a thought uh, if they're dead why not run them on on the regular cable channel and maybe they get some buzz again. Who knows? Right. Move, you know? uh, move. Like if you're going to premiere the new season on your streaming service, put the previous season up for free. Yeah. Like, like I said, you know, but I, we'll see, we'll see if they think that way or if 
their thought process is, uh-uh, we're not doing that. So we'll see. I, it's funny you say that because I remember, like, didn't they make the first episode of Picard initially free on YouTube for the... Speaking of speaking of brand new content, mm-hmm. wasn't the wasn't the Alf property just recently bought out, and now they're looking to make new content for Alf? I don't know. Yes, they are. Oh, okay. Yes, they are. In fact, I... If, I, if I remember the story right, yes, uh, a company uh, bought out the the Alf property, you know, and they're oh, gonna. Wow. They're gonna they're gonna bring out the original television episodes, the broadcast masters of the original episodes. Uh, there's a merchandise tie-in that's gonna be happening, and then my understanding is that there's gonna be actually new Alf uh, footage. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, you go to YouTube, you can find this channel called Toy Galaxy. He just yeah. posted like about a month ago, like the history of the Alf series. Here we go. It's Deadline. Okay. Deadline has an article from four day from what would be four days ago while we're while we're when we were doing this about that Alf distribute. Okay, so its distribution rights are acquired by Shout Factory, which has plans of a new wave of pop culture content tied to the 1980s sitcom. I so I gotta be honest. Look, I loved this show when I was a kid. The cartoon, Uh but the cartoon sucked. Are there a couple of good episodes from it from i remember watching it as a kid as a younger child as a younger person uh Mm -hmm. uh, yeah as as a younger man's clothes as a teenager yeah uh uh, some of the episodes were okay but you're right i I think the 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 charm of the puppet i think was uh was better yeah yeah but then you just when you when you think about it i mean like this is the story of how like Alf left his doomed planet, and like yeah. I said, it, the Toy Galaxy Channel gets into it more if you want to get learn the, the entire history of the Alf series. But so my understanding is that Shaw Factory not only is going to be uh, doing the episodes and the merchandising and everything else, they're going to bring back the animated cartoon series, the couple of an- Alf. I'm sure the episodes are out there on either on yeah, DVD or so something. Yeah, so according to this, there was. 102 episodes of the live action, 26 episodes of Alf the Animated Series, 21 episodes of animated Alf Tales, plus a TV project, Alf. Uh, the library rights include the entertainment and, dis- and digital distribution in North America. Um, right. You know, how do I put this? I feel like this happened 20 years too late. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but see, well, but like I said, we're, we're, we're into this thing now where everything old is new again, and some of them are like Jelly Stone, where they just recreate it and go for that audience. Maybe here's something for those who love the original series or sort of saying, okay, here's a throwback for you, you know? Right, and, but... Maybe maybe they'll make something worthwhile. Maybe they'll find the maybe. Hey, maybe there's they, some actor out there. Maybe that they'll absolutely make, maybe it. they'll make it. Maybe they'll make an Alf movie, a new Alf movie. Who knows? Do I really want an Alf movie? Well, you know, I don't think I'd, I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, but then, but see, but Alf's been kind of out of sight, out of mind for several generations. Right. Right. So right. That's why I don't know if I need an Alf movie. No. Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm just speaking from what I've read, and I'm just right. giving you my opinion as to what mm-hmm. I think might be a workable the future of the Alf franchise. Yeah, the future of the Alf franchise is kind of like mean, uh, 
you know, I mean, like that again. This goes back to, you know, it, it, and again, at least they're. I will give them credit. At least they're trying to do something and they're trying to go a direction. Versus some of these franchises were they're an absolute limbo, you know. And but, we, you but know, they're like, dormant. They're dormant. Well, some, but but some of them are dormant for reasons. For legal like, reasons. For example, for legal well, reasons. Yeah, like, like, like there's no, a big, like I'm there's sorry. a big mess with Flash Gordon. I yeah. know that. Um, Dick Tracy, the problem becomes anytime anybody wants to do Dick Tracy, Warner no. Beatty still has rights, which I can, by the way, I don't blame Warren Beatty for that. You know, how can I say, hey, you know what? You're the ones who signed that dumbass contract and you should have known what you signed and you should have right. thought that through. You didn't think it through. And so, yeah, guess what? If you ever want, you know, in the meantime, you know, Tribune was going to, you know, Tribune has a property that maybe they could do something with. But it sits it's, dormant it's and dead. And it's, it's untouchable. And, and, right, and they're not—they're just not going to do anything. Not like Elliot Nesto. Okay. Right. That, um, here's, here's something well, for I'm you. I'm trying real to think quick. of something else, like The Shadow. Like I don't—I I know there was a Shadow movie. They made a know, movie, I think, in the early '90s, when everyone, when all the studios were rushing to make a, a superhero film after Batman in '89. The mm-hmm. uh, they made yeah. a was it was it Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Who was the Shadow? Yeah. 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 And then that was it. Like, we never heard from. We just, never did never right, touched it like, again. Just like the Phantom, which is a very popular comic strip. That was one, popular, one of the first uh, superhero comics. Was right, the right. And still and still popular, really popular overseas. I remember watching that movie. movie. It was Billy Zane was in it. I remember right, seeing that movie in the Billy theater Zane. back in the day. And it wasn't very good. No, it was alright. It was good. rather unexceptional. Yeah. Right, well, and, and so but but there's a perfect well, example of. There's a bunch of characters, and the only reason I bring this up is there's a bunch of characters where, like, for example, you, you talk about Alf, okay? I mean, I'll give you credit that at least they're going to try to do something with the character, but here's a whole bunch of characters that literally, you know, are, begging are, 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 are sitting around. Well, maybe and, not begging, yeah. but they're they're languishing in in right. they're, languishing, in, they're languishing in dormant yeah. situations. Good, good thing in mind. Good sample in mind. Okay, you know, now I, I can't remember I, where Buck Rogers is at this point. If there's something where it's stuck or something, and or where they're where it's at, but or where the rights are for Buck Rogers these days, either. So you know, who knows? Well, yeah. Well, uh, then you have you have cases in point. I mean, it happens happens in movies, happens in TV, happens in music. I you know I just want to bring this up real quick. Uh, there was a okay. There was an artist in the 1950s from Chicago. In fact, I got this from the Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame site, and uh, we lost uh, a woman by the name of Joni James. I say, who the hell is Joni James? I'll tell you what. Okay, and Joni James, you know, she had she had ten top ten hits in the 1950s, early 1950s. Okay, she got married to uh, 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 Joseph Aquaviva. Okay, Aquaviva took over her career, and in 1960, uh, Aquaviva fell ill, and okay, so Joni James had to take care of him. Okay, 20 years, all right, on the line. Now, you got people who wanted to keep Joni James's music relevant in the world, but Aquaviva put in the contract that if you want to lease Joni James's music, who is the most, in his mind, the best singer in the world, million dollars up front. Nobody paid it. Guess what? 
Aqua Viva pretty much deep six Jody James's career to the point where Aqua Viva jerk with was basically I don't, I don't even shave? drink that water. So that's, I thought there was an aftershave. No, 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 no. No, that's the water, the bottled water. No, there's an aftershave. Aqua, oh, Aqua Velva. It was Aqua Velva. Aqua Velvet. <laughs> no, Aqua Velva, and then then there's the bottled water. Yeah. So. No, no, wait. That's was... Aquafina. Okay, never mind. Aqua Viva is a, as an aftershave. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what happens is that now well, you know. It is. I mean, I'm looking at it right here. Yes, I know. <laughs> so the thing is, is that here, you know, she just passed away, She's 91 years old. And unfortunately, you know, all of her music, again, just like Alf, just like all these things, in limbo due to, you know, litigation and due to, uh, t- you know, tie-ups and all kinds of paperwork and red tape and all kinds of shit. It kills things. You know, all this paperwork. I mean, well, but somebody's got to get paid too. I mean, that's the other side. Well, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying people should get paid. The ending of uh, Jody James's story was one gentleman happened to walk into a store, and I guess what happened was uh, Aquaviva's son ended up uh, running, you know, all of her, all of her, you know, her, her contractual obligations and things like that to her music. And this guy was actually able to license the music finally, half a million apiece, but of course. But uh, but I guess it was a case of, like you said, Jeff, you know, too much, too late. And now she's gone. She passed away on Sunday. And uh, 91 years old, she, she ended up a good long, she ended up staying around a good long time. But if you ever listen to Jody James, yes, uh, one of Chicago's very own, uh, unfortunately, beautifully forgotten artist. But if you have an opportunity, check it out. I mean, I love Joni James myself. I got a lot of her music in my collection. I've been a fan since I was 12 years old. And uh, But, you know, you talk to the average person, oh, and talk about Joni James, you're like, Joni who? <laughs> you know, just like... I love him on the you, Cubs. You know, just like if you talk about Alf to the average person today. I think most people would know if they saw him on TV, they'd they'd be able to recognize him. Maybe, maybe a lot of the maybe maybe a lot of people like like under twenty five, but yeah, I was gonna say under twenty five, no way. And I, I would even go a little higher than that. I I would put it at probably people thirty five. Well, maybe some thirty five. Ah, I kill me. Yeah, that's why you, that's why you're not on TV. That's right. <laughs> he end up killing himself. <laughs> So, uh, wait, wait, how's that going to go over? How's that going to go over, that whole joke about eating cats in this day and age? Wait, well, he never really uh, ate. Uh, he never uh, saw uh, him eat a cat. He just... Right, but he always tried to do it. That. I mean, it doesn't take much to get on PETA's bad side. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of things that people need to just quit pushing the panic button on. You know? I mean, well, come it on. doesn't take much to get anybody triggered by anything. And just look at the jelly Yeah, in this day and age, you're right about yeah. that. Jellystone cartoon. That's uh, a case in point. Any, any other news we want to bring up here? Before? Yeah, we we got a we 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 do have some things. Right. Um, so, Uncharted, two hundred twenty six million worldwide. Yeah. That's Tom Holland, and right, it's a it's a beloved this, video game franchise. Well, it goes beyond that. It's like okay, 
So at this point, the number one box, you, you know, you, you want to make money in the in in, in, a, in the movie box office. Apparently, at this point, in a post in a pandemic and post pandemic world, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland. That's, that's the money there you man. Go, There's your answer because because I mean I never heard of Uncharted, but you know, 226 million. You know that. 226 million. Uh, you know, no, and this is. You know, and this is right after this is right after Spider Man, which is still destroying the box office. So yeah. you know, there's that. Yeah, just um, uh, just recently beat Titanic's domestic uh, gross. Yeah, that's what I saw. Wow. Um, couple other things. Uh, so apparently, you guys remember the Smallville show, the 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 original CW yes. WB show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Apparently, there is an animated that would pick up after season ten. They're I in know the process. The, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was DC or some some company put out a comic based on the continuation of that series. Yes, DC did. Yeah, DC did. Yeah, obviously. DC did, but this. I don't know that that would fall into this. And basically, what they're saying is it would pick up right after Smallville season ten. They have everybody except, of course, Allison Mack, who. It was in prison. It was in prison. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like everybody's involved. It's just a matter of they're waiting for the original producers to be finished up with some project that they're working on. But I, you know, here's an example of where this could be interesting and unique. I guess, I guess Alfred Groh and Miles Miller are, are um, working on a project with Tim Burton, which I don't know what project they're working on. But they're, rather than doing an entire live action a live action they're talking about doing animated really in reality i think it's a great idea i yeah. you know um that's that and seriously that's a, that would be you know depending on how they release it it's a solid piece for for hbo max um without question hbo that that's an hbo max kind of project that will get people to come watch hbo max um, oh. Oh. you know obviously there's the three Spider-Man pointing at each other meme that basically yes, they, they brought to life. They do the meme. They do the thing. Which, you know, there's a part of me going, well, now it's just stupid. It's not other people. March 22nd is the digital release date for Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. So there's that. Um, there is, so last week we talked about that there looks like there's going to be a Star Trek sequel. What's really amusing about the Star Trek sequel is that's news to the cast of Star Trek. Yeah, that's <laughs> who apparently had, that's, had, that's how they found out about it. Oh, oh, shit. About it. We're not aware of it. I mean, it's still a ways off. Right? Obviously. Yeah. I think they said they planned to start filming by the end of the year. Right. Well, but how did that happen? Apparently, that's news to the entire yeah. cast. So yeah. there you go. Uh, go figure. Um, there were some wow. interesting pieces this week. One from the Hollywood Reporter that uh, about uh, Studio Profit Report, Disney dives and Sony soars, Paramount rises about um, about certain pieces about where things are with the industry. Um, they're saying that Sony was a big winner. They're saying that uh, obviously Disney was. Yeah, Disney. Know, we it, know Disney lost money with Black Widow. They lost money with the Eternals and Chang Chi's box office receipts, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I guess Venom 2 was somewhat profitable. I'm not sure. 
but there's no yeah. no doubt that No Way Home is is making Sony tons I mean, and tons just, of money. Just to give perspective, according to this, this is from I, I'm trying to figure out where the I'm looking at like a specific. Uh, okay, so this is 2021 compared to 2020. Um, Netflix was up 19 percent. Um, what is that? Okay, that's revenue versus profit operating income. I don't know which way we want to do this. But basically, the big winners on this are Netflix, Warner Brothers, Sony, believe it or not, Universal on on revenue, but not so much on the profit side. Um, Disney, surprisingly, Disney's numbers are low on this. But again, it, it looks like, you know, some of these companies, like I said, it's on the Squares of the Roundtable page. You can check it out. There was also an interview because it looks like this whole Discovery, and when I say Discovery, I'm not talking about Star Trek, the Discovery Channel, uh-huh. um, who is merging things with um, with Warner Brothers, and they're putting that all together. Um, their, new, their CEO talking on an earnings call saying, quote, we want to compete with Disney and Netflix, but we're a very different company. I don't know what that means yet. I don't think anybody's going to know what that means until this merger gets fully put together and through. We'll see where, you know, again, it sounds like they're not looking to outspend um, in in this. If it comes through, I mean, we'll see. uh, I I got the impression this thing is pretty much at the point where it's any time now this is a done deal where they're, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see because, again, you know, this this now means that they're taking over HBO Max. Uh, they're taking over HBO. They're talking about, you know, again, you know, they're, you know, some of the cable channels that are out there are, are theirs as well. There's a good number of cable channels that they own. Um, you know, you, you get the idea. So so we'll see. We'll see what they what they do in terms of. You know, again, to, for us, the big questions come to what does that mean for some of the properties that we, we want to see more things from, particularly in the world of comics and cartoons? I, I'll be curious what this does again. And DC Comics falls into this, just the comics themselves. It'll be interesting to see where that where all that uh, where all that falls, if you, you know, in terms of, you know, what happens in the world of comics you know, could this, you know, there's, there's speculation out there about, you know, could, you know, could DC end up being sold? Could it be spun off? Could they lease characters to even other companies and let them run, you know, these characters with their own, you know, under their own, like, could, like, for example, could IDW get the rights to Superman and be the one now creating Superman comics versus DC? You know uh, that stuff is out there. Um, well, I know IDW did do a Ninja Turtles Batman crossover, right? But this would be an out and out like, okay, this company would be creating Batman comics, you know, permanently, or at least until the contract was over, right? Until yeah. the contract was over. You know, again, we don't. Again, it, some of it's a guessing game, and I know you don't like to play it, but there, you know, some of this is, you know. This merger, that's where things, you know, things are moving forward. But once this merger happens, it will be unique to see where this all goes. Um, Ryan Reynolds apparently, um, 
was talking about a new Netflix project called The Atom Project. He was doing uh, press for it, and somebody asked him about Deadpool 3. Uh, and he says, quote, we pretty much talk about everything, but I'll say this about that particular subject, is I'll have a batch of updates sooner rather than later, I hope. So we'll definitely get into stuff about Deadpool a little bit more clearly and definitively down the road. Good. So, so apparently, it's just all the years of litigation between Fox and Disney and how they want to approach it. Well, and, again, the other part is, you know, the other part is too, they got to figure out where they're fitting some of these characters in and how does Daredevil, Daredevil, how does Deadpool fit into all this? Yeah. Um, we were wrong, by the way. Apparently, we're not going to get as long of a break as we thought in terms of Disney Plus content. Yeah, uh, March 30th is when Moon Knight drops. Yep. So, so we, you know, so apparently it's not nearly the drought we thought we were going to get because uh, it seemed strange. It really did. Especially it's like, why are you releasing a Super Bowl trailer if you can't give us a date? Maybe they were just trying to figure out, they couldn't figure out a date and time. Um, yeah, so there's that. Trying to, I, I guess you posted something about Henry Cavill was checking out some stuff with Warhammer. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, we knew that Henry Cavill was a big uh, Warhammer nut. You know, uh, painted miniatures and plays D and D and all that. So that was cool. I don't know how to read this, but George Perez is home from a hospice. Good. Which yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. Which well, is, I hope that means a good thing, and it's not. Uh, uh, then they they posted an update and he's sit up yeah. sitting and he up looks, and he's he looks okay yeah I know um, well, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just say we'll just say at least he's going to be in familiar surroundings there you go maybe, maybe yeah well we'll see again you know it, it's uh, the part where it's because because having 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 gone through that in in this situation. Yeah, anybody going to hospice, not a good thing. And then coming home from hospice, not necessarily a good thing. But I'm hoping maybe I'm wrong, and please, I hope I'm wrong. Well, again, and, look, it, it's, not a, it's, not an, it's not an if, it's a when with George. And, and, that's, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, but that, that's where we're at with George Perez. Right. And, and, so, and so, you know, it really just becomes... Oh, it becomes the waiting game now. Yeah, it because, well, it's not so much. It's it's how not long a game, we but well, it's not even that. It's how much do we get? How much opportunities and how many opportunities do we get to celebrate this person? Um, I right. the way it seems, it does it. You know, I kind of crossed my fingers that maybe, maybe he might be able to get to some closer by the house local conventions that might be nearby because I know he did one. Um, yeah, he did that. one. He did one in the Florida area, but I, I don't. I don't think. Well, I don't think it, that's it, gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen unless it's. I, I'll tell you now. But, I don't but, see him traveling. Well, okay. I mean, I would. I wouldn't put that all the way out. Okay. Okay. Case in point, like the last monkeys tour with uh, Michael Nesmith and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Mickey Dolenz, where right after. Right after the, you know, their their uh, their appearance in uh, California, and everything, and that when Michael Nesmith, you know, passed away, not just shortly thereafter, and now uh, Mickey Dolenz is actually doing a concert tour now, 
celebrating the uh, celebrating the month. He's he's got a few concert dates out there now. Uh, he's yeah, he's the last man standing, and uh, but uh, according to what Mickey Dolan said, and I quote that, uh, uh, that uh, you know Michael lived, you know I mean Michael lived to embrace what he created back in the 1960s because for a long time he had separated himself from that whole situation and uh and 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 he had never seen him so happy at the end of his life we can only hope to wish that george will get that same opportunity to actually come out one more time and do some things but at least we know he's gonna be doing what he loves in the hopes he's doing, he gets to do what he loves, you know, until that point. I mean, Charles Schultz did his last strip and in not even a day he passed on. No, he, he died the morning, the, his final strip. At, uh, yeah. At, yeah I don't, I, I'll be honest. I don't see that happening with George. His, his arthritis yeah. in his hands is pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's as it is, it's been a while. You know, it's it's been a while since George has done. George had kind of cut back on commissions. You know, he wasn't doing any new projects, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. well, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's honestly at this point, it's it's just a matter of. It's just you know, a matter of time. It's just a it's matter. Just, of time. It's it's not even that. It's it's it's. You know, is there an opportunity? You know, like I said, I don't expect anybody. You know, maybe maybe he'll do something privately for somebody he really really likes, but but honestly, I don't see him doing commissions. I don't see any real new projects that he's really going to create new material. The only thing I can see at this point would be if well, maybe I'm he sure could get I'm... out to if he could get out to a convention that is nearby where he lives nearby. Or, and, or he, and, or he and, could just he could just do a presentation on your know, social or media, or just to be honored and have people sit there and you know yeah do a Q and A on him you know he could answer questions. I don't even I mean, think it'd be, you know, yeah, I don't even think it'd be that. I think I could literally I literally it could be ladies and gentlemen George Perez and here's ten minutes of standing ovation. Um, that that's about where yeah you know, that's where that's 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 what's gonna happen. That that's about you know. That's about right. That's about right. The only other, the only other piece that, um, the only other piece before we get to our funsy piece, so to speak, um, uh, is that uh, apparently Patrick Stewart has now admitted that he is indeed in the in the Doctor Strange movie. Aha! Well, we heard his voice in the Super Bowl trailer, so. Right, and you know, he pulled that stuff where it's like, well, you know, they can take my voice, blah 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 blah. Yeah, he like, he yeah, made okay. it like a uh, the last the interview we did of that after, immediately following. He was kind of vague yeah. about it, but now he's admitted that yeah. Yeah, you know, just just stop it. We we especially especially after. I mean, well, I get there it. are impersonators out there. Right, I mean, I get it. Uh, you, you know, when you when you have the stature such as his, you can you can play coy. If you well, want. it's the yeah. part where they still want everything to be a surprise, and they want they want the wow factor for people, and they don't want things spoiled. And I get right. it. At the same time, you know, if you're going to use that voice in the trailer, though, 
Yeah, it seemed like a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> but it, it 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 did its job. But now it's all like, well, would have been that would have been a nice surprise. Yeah, uh, well, we found out real... when we saw it in the theater. So here's the thing, and this is the this is where I'll leave that, which is, yeah, it would have been a nice surprise to me. What it says is, wait till you see the other surprises they got in mind. Yeah, um, that that that's usually. How can I say that's usually where something like that, in my opinion, yeah. would go, which is which if you of thought, these surprises, if you thought that was exciting. Right. It's the part where it's like, which of these surprises well, wait, there's do, more. Exactly. You know, if you knew that you had surprise, you know, level one surprise, level two surprise to level five surprise, I'll let level well, one surprise go because you don't know what you don't know about level five surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so there's that. Um Finally, apparently, uh, this is the this is this is from oh now this is from two years ago. Why am I even what, okay? So this is it? from this is from 2020, but it still was pretty funny. Um, this is the headline: Try glory holes for safe sex during the coronavirus. B B C C D C says. Uh, B C Health is this from Canada? Is this what this is? British Columbia, yes, that would be Canada. Uh, so BC health officials are, are recommending an age-old, occasionally cutting-edge tactic for sex during the corona pandemic, glory holes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you don't have to worry okay. about, well, there's you still got to worry about droplets. Well, again. <laughs> well, she gets, do they wear a mask? You know the mask. You know the masking date, along with everything else, gets lifted tomorrow. So it was today, actually. I today. Know. It was today. Oh, okay. Yep. It was weird, like going down the stairs, and like I was about to go on the sales floor, and you just you don't have the the mask on you. I was like weird. I did. I walked around. Well, what, was, what was wild is that you know we went to uh, we went to uh, uh, we went to Max and Betty's. Uh, Julie and I went to Max and Betty's tonight. We went mm-hmm. out to get a uh, fireplace. And we went we went back to the car to get our mask, and we met up with the waitress outside. She goes, oh, you don't need those anymore unless you really want to use them. And I'm just like, okay. And I was like, yeah, they lifted up, they lifted up that mandate. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, which, you know, I'm still, I'm still going to wear, I'm still going to be wearing my mask for a little while longer, you know, because I... You know, because you know we've had we've had these moments before where we've dropped the mask, and the next thing you know, things start spiking. So uh, I think I just might want to hold on to it just a touch bit longer, because uh, I just don't want to let my guard down and everything. I mean, shush! I, I I'm starting to feel like a voodoo doll with all the shots I've had. But you know, I mean, what the hell? Uh, other than that, uh, yeah. But yeah, let's see how this uh, let's see how this works out. Right. Exactly. Um. So here's coming kind of something from AP. The Danish police seek information on an apparent escaped kangaroo. Okay. Apparently, there's a there's a in southern southeastern Denmark. There's a is, kangaroo is, is, on the loose. No, uh, is this is the kangaroo's name Skippy? Don't know. Skippy. The Nobody has reported a kangaroo missing. Uh, I mean, but man, that that's not something you want to run into. Those damn things are strong. My understanding, yeah, my understanding is that, uh, yeah, they they, they uh, that, that their hind legs, uh, 
the hind legs, you know, not only can they hop and everything like that, but yeah, they they end up they end up being lethal weapons. Yeah, just like them. anything in from from the the nation of or the continent of Australia, it'll probably kill you. Yeah, you know, except for except for koala bears, they just shine your head. Uh, I don't know. They got them. They got them claws and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, they don't got they don't got sloths in Australia, do they? There's no. Last time I checked, I don't think so. Uh, we haven't any. You can't even find any sex doll stories anymore. Well, that's because you know nobody had any. No, oh, it used to be our staple. Yeah, we have a sex robot update, but. Uh... Yeah, that's well. I have a feeling that some of that's you know. Well, I, I, I think it, not so many people wanted. To, although you would think at that point people would. Well, let's see. There was that one wrestler that got married to his sex doll. Yeah, that was that was a couple of years, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, well, there was, was a while back. Where, yeah, where was he ended up, he, yeah, but there was an update where old boy decided that he had admitted that he had cheated on his sex. Yeah, doll we we did report that. Day. Yes, on News of the Squared. Yeah, yeah, a while yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll um, so I guess that's it. We can go. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find anything. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we, can, we can end on a better note than what we had. Well, just uh, sex robots. You know, yeah, I guess. But, it, you know, it was one sex of those. Like, it's like here I thought I had something good, and then it's like, sex oh, this is two years ago, huh? It's like, why the frick do people do that? Well, well here's, some, here's something, that, I, I, something I got. Something I found on uh, so surfing through YouTube earlier today. Mm-hmm. Anyone heard about this uh, a Florida congressional candidate, candidate named Martin Hyde uh, was caught last week when he was he was caught speeding, and he was well, speeding and he was he was using his cell phone while driving. So uh-huh. the cop so the cop pulls him over and he pulls the you know do you know who I am kind of spiel uh-huh. and. And this, there's like a 15 to 20 minute exchange on YouTube that I caught. And then afterward, after I saw this video, I did some digging and this guy, yeah, this, this guy in, from Sarasota County, Florida, this guy was like a, a public figure and he was rich dude and he had funded a big part of his congressional run. Uh, and, but he had this incident where he was, he was caught speeding and he was, he was a complete ass to the police officer. And he didn't provide. Oh yeah, he was caught speeding, and he didn't have. He he was using his cell phone. He had a cell phone in his hand, and he did not provide proof of registration. So and yes. yeah, and he pulled this. You know, do you know who I am? Kind of spiel. And he <laughs> called for a calls for a supervisor, ends to threaten her career, and mm-hmm. but so like, and of course the video. As soon as the body the body cam footage went viral. Uh, he had to release a public apology the next day, but it wasn't enough, so he had to resign from his congressional run because it, it just it did too much damage to his uh, to his in public image of being Sorry. you know being a complete asshole to this police officer who's just doing her job. Sorry. So, screw you, Mark. Uh, I, I do have some stuff from News of the Weird, by the way, real fast. Uh, okay. Riders of the Bianchi Rock Cobbler. A California bike race known to be stupidly hard expected the usual sore muscles after 80-mile off-roader on, on February 12th. What they did not expect, however, were the neck and back injuries suffered be, by being attacked by a bull during the race. <laughs> Ouch. 
Uh, <laughs> as I so Corey, here's what here's from one of the riders. As I got 15, 10, 15 yards behind him, he turned and squared up, and I maybe a second embraced myself before he did everything. It was a case of mistaken and making it dead from a cow to a bull. The bull, after dislodging himself from the bike, flipped flipped the guy in the air. Two other riders were also attacked. Well, that's not nearly as funny, but it did sound <laughs> funny at the moment. Um, let's see. There's a Bolivian city called El Elato. And El Elote? Yeah. El whatever. They sound so good. Um, David Chacote. good with Uncle Fina. Alarmed his neighbors. Yeah. Alarmed his neighbors with his new decorating scheme, according to Reuters. Uh, a minor, he's a minor, hired an artist to create sculptures of Longhorn's skeletal devils from the cement and wood and mount them on his outside of his home. Okay. He told Reuters that the sculptures harkened to life <laughs> the Bolivian mines centuries ago when indigenous men were forced to forced into digging sil- silver. Colonial masters would use devil images to scare them into working. But some oh. neighbors fear that his de- decor signals satanic worship. <laughs> as she heard about as one of the neighbors heard about naked rituals at his house uh, ah. let's see what else we got uh, those, pagans, those pagans always have the best time a guy who uh, broken headlight as a result they searched him and found he had something in his wallet uh, a severed figure in a cloth wrap which appeared to be pushed on blood uh, no nah, never mind uh, I can get you a toe <laughs> by 3 o'clock Let's you see. need a tell? Uh, I can get you a tell. 38-year-old man with his walk, walked with his friend and his two children in Switzerland. had felt an unexpected sharp pain in his lower body. Uh, later discovered he'd been shot. The man in you heard no shot, heard no gunshot, saw no one but a, no one with a firearm. Uh, an accident to crime was shot, fired from afar. This is stupid. Might have been a twenty-two. Those are tiny. (laughs) He got beamed by a. Well, I'm like, I'm like sitting here. Something bit me, Lieutenant Dan. I know. Fuck it. We're done. (laughs) Okay. I can't. I can't seem to get one that like it's a good one to end on. It's just not gonna fly. Fuck it. Who cares? We're done. (laughs) Well, obviously, obviously, our audience who have stayed with us throughout through our folly here on uh on Squirts of the Round Table, and where can, uh, they can, where can they find us, Mike? Right here on Clubhouse, Ivan. That's where they can find them. Woo-hoo! They can find us here, and thanks for everybody who stopped by for yes, uh, listening yes, in and uh, and not uh, spamming the chat room with uh, comments about... Apparently uh, it's disabled. Oh, okay, you've disabled the chat. Much okay. like much like our funny news segment to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. It was disabled. It's fully disabled. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey. This is what happens when, like, I think I have like something funny that we can end the show with, and it's like it's two years old. Mm, Why sh- do this? Show, show prep? What's that? What the? <laughs> what, what, what? Show prep? Oh, come on. We're hey, on. fuck you. Nobody. Hey, fuck you. I do more show prep than anybody in the show. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, we can tell. <laughs> We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. When YouTube, click the bell, subscribe, you know when to get new content. Of course, uh, download the show, your unusual podcast hosting platforms, i.e. Google, Apple, Spotify, anchor.fm slash SOTRT for those typing in the URLs in your ultra hacksaws, uh internet uh, sleuth that you are. A couple other Woo. smaller uh, podcasts like Breaker and 
I think Overcast, I think, is one of them. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, you know, you download your podcast, you can find us there. Uh, follow us on our Facebook page. Uh, that's where you post our geeky articles and memes and fun stuff. And there's Ivan's uh, naughty Facebook page, Jive and Ivan's Vibe Tribe. He's uh, got a groove going on over there. Uh, Jeff is everywhere at Steinamite Productions. Ivan is on Twitch at Java and Ivan. Uh-huh. And email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com or just DM us here on on uh, the Twitter, so the face space, the Zuckerberg uh, land that we have. Are we going to go on meta? Are we going to get like a virtual reality uh, podcast uh, the bungalow? The fuck is meta? Meta is like the virtual reality shit that Zuckerberg is pushing. Uh, oh, really now? Yeah, the, the meta whole... thing. Okay. We're going to do that? Are we going to go on meta? Can you imagine, can you imagine us doing that? We could look like the 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 TV repairman in the, the Dire Straits video. There we go. <laughs> I want those microwave ovens. Custom kitchen delivery. I got this hair. I got Talks this hair eight bit character. What? I got this eight bit hit. I got this hair eight bit character. I don't know what your rest of you're looking like. I'm very boxy. <laughs> I got me yeah. a t-shirt on. I'm naked. That way they have no doubt. Until that time, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been great. We'll catch up with you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.